I don't know. <laughs> Been an eventful day, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been an eventful day. For those of you that uh, would like to know, we actually are recording this on Wednesday, January 6th, 2020, also known as the day Patriots stormed the Capitol Hill. <laughs> 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 My fucking God. What a Whoa. shit show, man. You were just, it was going to be, it was a normal day, you know? Yeah. It's a normal day. Well, I mean, kind of normal. It, I, obviously, so today was... I've already lost track of uh, how many times they have to, like, say that Joe Biden won the election. Oh, God, yeah. Because I feel like every week it's like, well, you know, after today, like, it's in. You know, we're yeah, in. Yeah. Um, And then it's like the next week, it's like, okay, you, we got one more vote. And then the next time it's like, okay, now we got to certify the you vote. Giving me some real fucking, like, half, Half-Life half 3, like, confirmed vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like, just fucking like, just oh, confirm yes, it. Like, we said so. Yeah. Um. God. But that was supposed to happen today. Yeah. So uh, today they were going to basically finalize the uh, Joe Biden victory over the presidential election. And the way they were saying was that it was the rubber stamp today. The dunk is done. Yeah, it's done. It's official. It's in the books. Uh, you know, everybody go home. But, you know, you know what it is. You know how America's been for. <laughs> well, there was a bunch of uh, Republican, you know, um, Senators. We don't know all the facts here, right? But like senators, no. yeah. uh, re- uh, representatives. There were thirteen senator Republican senators yeah. that were like and they were just like going we're going to object that shit. Yeah. So of course they did, and then they had to like yeah. separate and debate and talk about it. That's when like I was looking at the news and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, well, all right, well this is going to go on forever, and I stopped paying attention. Uh huh. And that's when shit like promptly hit the fucking fan. Mm-hmm. So Trump was having a rally. Across from the uh, from Capitol Hill, and basically riled up his people and uh, wanted wanted his voice and their voices to be heard that this election was rigged on baseless, uh, <laughs> baseless, yeah. proven baseless accusations. On uh, it, like I think, what is it? Um, the pedophile Rudy Giuliani. He took <laughs> he took like. He took like fifty something cases to the you know so the, the Supreme Court or some mm-hmm. shit, and yeah, all all of them were dismissed. Yeah, every single one. And the yeah. Supreme Court is supposed to be like Trump's boys now, right? And so like <laughs> he stuffed them in there. So yeah, they thought like, well, we got our people in the Supreme Court; they'll be down. Yeah. And yeah, nah, they're just like, nah, nah, no. fuck that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm sure everybody's been watching, but that shit hit the fan, and uh, this is a definite, definite. I mean, it's gonna be. It's this is a historical event, yeah. not for the right reasons. No, but it's. Uh, I mean, I gotta say, man, for I think our generation, to be honest with you, has gone through some shit. Like, like I think people. What are we, millennials? Yeah. So I, I don't like being a whatever. That's not the <laughs> point. But like, I always, I never like the name. I guess the, the millennial generation. If you fall within that category, I don't really know what it is. Nobody vetted these people. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really know what it is, but millennials in general, man, we we have seen such a fucking shift of or we have seen it all, I think, at this point. Uh terrorist attacks in America. We've we've lived through what is it, three recessions? Two recessions? I don't know. Fucking, we helped bring in the internet. Yeah, we <laughs> went, yeah. Uh you know, we've lived through the quite you know, no, not even quite possibly the worst president in US history. Um yeah, we've we we've been through some shit, man. It's it's been 
you know i was always worried that i wasn't gonna have any cool stories to tell like my grandkids uh-huh. uh in the future but no, I, I got i got it in like yeah <laughs> i think I got, I got some loaded in the chamber yeah what, what were you doing when like the fucking yeah when all the trump supporters broke into like the state capital the nation's capital yeah and uh just busted in and like interrupted the counting of like the electoral college yeah it's just um that shit is unheard of yeah it's uh you know it's one of those things that people always say like all right you don't see this in america right that does that doesn't exactly. happen here exactly well, it fucking happened it happened man and uh you know i don't every i feel like it's it's undeniable that like trump essentially just like you said riled them up sent them in there yeah he didn't tell them like go it's, in it's but a, it's a fucking you know, what it, do you think is gonna happen yeah dude i mean well you know uh fucking it, it's it's very cultish man i mean like yeah. the whole trump fucking support system is such a huge cult and and i mean what is it um charles manson didn't like specifically tell those people to kill fucking um that actress i forgot her name damn uh, uh something tate yeah 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 and uh but you know they still did it he was just it was just but you know you ask him or not anymore he's dead now but uh-huh. <laughs> when they asked him he was like oh, i didn't you know i didn't kill her i didn't i was just saying like if i would i would do it this way <laughs> it's real stupid shit yeah, yeah, yeah it's just my god um glad to know that you know everybody it's 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 simmered down at this point they've gotten control back uh unfortunately i think the, the death count is one person yeah i don't know the story or i don't know the details behind it but regardless it shouldn't have happened in the first place mm-hmm. and uh it's pretty uh pretty dark day in american history but that's why you guys are here with us uh not the special <laughs> podcast we're gonna try to yeah we're gonna try to turn this we're, we're taking it we're, our backs are gonna hurt because we're uh we're <laughs> we're carrying the country right yeah. now with this uh with with our comedic uh talents so funny uh, uh <laughs> but like um uh, before we move off i would just say that like you can definitely see a difference between uh the police oh. uh, reaction to this uh, protest mm. riot fucking versus uh, the protests for black lives matter now you're gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm just gonna like be real like if these were minorities they 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 it would have been a fucking slaughter I think it would have been a fucking. It would have been way worse yeah. than what it, what we saw today. Yeah, because it was a fucking uh, disgrace of what happened today. But also the the police enforcement and every and you know the security they failed today mm. completely failed. Like I'm not saying that's what should have happened. No, 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 no. I'm not saying but anybody should have fucking like, died. But we know what would have happened. Yeah, we know. We yeah. know exactly what would have happened, and also to I mean. I, mean, I I thought the capital was gonna be like the most you know I thought that was the most secure yeah, fucking nah, place. Fuck no, but you yeah, got people they just fucking walked in. They just, they were breaking uh, the windows with like a shield. Like yeah, <laughs> like it was it was so. Oh man, it, it was it was horrible. But uh, you know that's uh, that's hopefully we see a better uh, a better tomorrow and and you know things kind of shape up within the year. It's just. 2021 is barely getting started. It's getting started off a hell of a way. But, uh, you know, here's to the new year and hopefully things get better. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your week for Yeah, my week's pretty <laughs> no. good. But, uh, um, uh, well, before, though, uh, welcome to the special podcast. This is your boy Pedro. Joined as always. What's up? 
It's your boy Frankie. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you guys for joining. Hope you guys listened to our last episode. Uh, top five video games of 2020. That was a really fun. Uh, that was a really fun episode. Really yeah, fun yeah, list yeah. to make. Uh, but today we're going to be hitting you guys with another top five of the of the last year. Uh, we'll, and we'll we'll save that for the end. But it's uh, essentially going to be our top five most played songs at this point yeah so i guess it's more like personal right yeah it's just like our our thing but uh, you know everybody knows a couple it was like a month ago now but like spotify usually does their year-end review yeah where they give you a personalized uh hey these were your top songs of the year top artists top this so we thought it'd be fun to just share what ours were i guess right yep so how was your week man give me a second (laughs) All right. Um, Recently ate before this. Yeah, we just ate. Uh, that shit was so good. A week was good. Um, New Year's was all right. More, uh, a little more subdued. Can you pass me the ranch water? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh, a little more subdued. Um, just kind of kicked it. Me and yeah. Keontae. Yeah. Uh, then. I started watching Watchmen the TV show. About to show. say, you guys, you guys have been watching some no. stuff, huh? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this show came out in 2019, and I heard a lot of good things about it. It uh-huh. was just like, oh, Watchmen, that's the show to watch, especially because, um, I guess it was in 2019. But uh, when everything happened with like George, George Floyd, and, like yeah. all that kicked off. It was that classic art imitating life yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. so the show has a lot to do with like racial tension and things like that. Uh-huh. So very good show. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, the reviews are great. A lot of people praised it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, are clamoring for some more. But apparently the plan is that they, they don't want to yeah, do Yeah, I don't know if one. the people behind it just kind of walked away from it. I think it's a, it's a, they labeled it as a limited series, right? I don't think so. I think originally everybody thought like, oh, yo, where's that season two at? And then they're kind of like, looks like there's not, like nobody knew. They were like, looks like there's not going to be a second season. You, you guys know our stances on TV. <laughs> You guys know that Frankie and I are, are very much a hey, less is better sometimes. Like you, let, got, you know, you got to know when to hold them when to fold them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're doing it for yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, you know, some of the best TV shows, man. They're only three to five seasons. That's it. Five is a little too much sometimes, but um, you know, if this is uh, if this is what they're doing, yeah. then, then I'm I'm down with that. I mean, hopefully you watch it, but when you watch it, it's a lot easier for me to get into if it's like you know one season. Two. Yeah, once you watch it, you'll get the vibe of like I feel they put so much into it that I don't even, wouldn't even know like where they would go next. You know? Yeah. Like anything after yeah. this would kind of be like okay, now it's like a letdown, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think you said uh, HBO Max also has the what was the other one the lovecraft lovecraft country yeah yes yeah and same thing with that i don't know if that's gonna be a season two or not uh somebody at work told me it was also just looked like it was gonna be a one season deal that sounds great <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome yeah um you also watched the mandalorian right yeah yeah i finished the mandalorian that was also really good i've seen none of these yeah i've well, seen i've fuck. seen Every i've seen I come over you just playing cyberpunk i've seen <laughs> my god damn I'm gonna get into that in a bit, but uh, game of the year. I've seen. I didn't say that. <laughs> that game uh, of the decade, said Pedro in the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I I haven't really been been getting into been getting into uh, too many TV shows. I haven't played a shit ton of Cyberpunk. Um, 
I will say, even though my playtime, I'm up to, I think, 78 hours at this point Fuck. of Cyberpunk. I think I've played like seven. <laughs> I think I've, uh, yeah, I've poured at least 78 hours into it so far. Um, I've already reached the point of no return, like the last story mission. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've, right now I'm just going back and I'm doing uh, the whatever leftover side jobs I still had and making sure everything's kind of cleared out. You know, the classic fucking open world mm-hmm. like formula. So uh, I'm almost there. Uh, the story I like. It's great. I, I'm, I'm glad I started kind of getting into it a little bit more as far as because at, at first I was like, maybe I can like wait out this fucking, you know. This this big patch is gonna fix everything, oh, yeah. so I'm gonna start doing nothing but side jobs. And I did. I've been playing a shit ton of side jobs, but then I started focusing on the story, and I like it. I like I like what they what, what they did, but uh, that still doesn't excuse the uh, fucking shit show that the rest of the game is. Gotta, gotta be honest. Gotta be honest. And uh, spoiler alert for people that haven't listened to the last episode, but I said that that was my number five pick for <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> game of the year. Oh, yeah, I think man. I I think I I think I put it at number five. Yikes. Um. Yeah, no, I deny, I'll, I'll denounce that shit. <laughs> uh, instead, I'm going to give my number five, and I think you'll agree, and I think you'll appreciate this. I'm going to give it to fucking Astro's Playroom. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, the PS5 exclusive yeah. free title from um, uh, Sony's. Um, yeah. From, yeah, from one of Sony's uh, in-house development studios, and um, that's, a, that's a damn solid-ass platformer. Yeah, that's a that's one of the better platformers that I've played in in, in a bit, to be honest. And uh, I still haven't played Crash Four, but I do have it. Just waiting to beat the Cyberpunk, and then I'm gonna uh-huh. move on with my fucking life. Yeah, Astro's Playroom. So I don't know since we last recorded. I don't remember now, but I got a PS Five. Uh huh. So I've been playing Astro's Playroom as well. Yeah. Fucking great, man! Yeah, like, fucking so, phenomenal. Uh, really shows off what the PS Five can do. Yep. It's so it's my the big draw for me has been that it's got this uh these eight little stages that are like a time trial thing. Uh-huh. And so you try to complete them as fast as you can. And I don't know why I'm just like obsessively pouring over these levels over and over. Yeah, I'm I'm the I've learned from uh these past two weeks that where you like you've been playing the shit ton, like just the absolute shit out of those time trials. Uh-huh. I suck at time trials. Oh. I'm fucking garbage at them. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I'm so bad. Uh, but they are fun. Like uh, you know, it's I'll turn it on whenever uh, Cyberpunk fucking crashes every 45 minutes. I'll just take a break for like 10 minutes and mm-hmm. hop on some, to some time time trials on Astro's Playroom. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time, man. It's a very yeah. good time. And and it's super. It's definitely a collectathon. You know, like mm-hmm. every other platformer. But it's uh, it's fun. It's fun to get through and pretty nostalgic with all the playstation memorabilia that you're like collecting and shit it's it's really cool yeah and a really good time with it these time trials man so uh i guess me and friend of the show one he he's also really into him and oh, the man. thing with the ps5 is it lets you know like it'll yeah. send you a notification that like somebody's beat your time yeah and so every time i get on there's a notification it's like one has beat your time would you like to go there and like you know the ps5 so fast you hit yes you're right there yeah. in that level yep and it's like just when you think like you know i feel like competition really breeds this like creativity yeah yeah and so so just when you think like there's no way i can get faster than that like one beats my time I'm like, all right i'm gonna find something and it's i don't know maybe this is what speedrunners are into is just like constantly uh Looking, improving their yeah. time finding any way yeah because i'll get on and it's like okay the first time it's like 
how can I like cover more space faster? Like yeah. without having to land on every platform. Let me see where I can jump and skip whole sections as much as I can. Okay, I've done that. Then one one beats my time. Okay. Let me see where I can like uh <laughs> do even better and like uh, you know, um be more efficient in your movement, like yeah. stick closer to the edges, yeah. stay in straight line, one beats my time. And now I'm on the shit where it's like there's like some like trampolines on some levels. Yeah. And it's like how can I minimize the time from my jump to when I land on the trampoline? Yeah. Yeah. So I can shave off those milliseconds and like at the end and then I beat his time. I'm still waiting for his response, I think. But uh <laughs> so that's how fucking like Yeah on a I micro can't. level I've been playing that shit. With me, I just I can't I can't do it. I like every time I think that I get faster, I've actually gotten slower. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. So uh-huh. At this point, I'm like, nah, I'm all right. Like, as I'll get to, like, there's some levels where I did, like, I'll do it first, and it's a shitty time. And then I'm like, I'll improve, I'll improve. I'll do, like, five, ten times, and I get it down to, like, maybe five seconds or three seconds less than what I previously had. Mm-hmm. And then I look at yours, guys, like, y'all's scores, and, and y'all are at least two more seconds, like, below me. Yeah. And you feel like, where am I going to find those two I'm, seconds? I'm like, that's two whole fucking seconds. Yeah. Like, my God, that's impossible. Yeah. And we just load up Cyberpunk again. <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, that, that's where I've been. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Crash 4 is, like, no joke either. Like, Crash 4 has... pretty hard. Yeah, I heard it was, I heard it was pretty, pretty difficult, but I'm down with that shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Astro's Playroom, number five. Replace the cyberpunk. <laughs> I remember thinking, like in ret, like you know, retro retrospect, thinking that I should have just put like bug snacks as my number five or something. Oh yeah, that would. I think a we good gave one. it like honorable mentions. Yeah, like, yeah. I should have just put that as number five. No, nah, that was a good one. Yeah, bug snacks was a surprise, a sleeper hit yeah. of uh twenty twenty, easily. But um, yeah, no, another thing though, other uh, that's uh, been. Making a huge comeback, unfortunately, has been uh, our good old friend Corona. Oh, yeah? Fucking coronavirus, man. <laughs> COVID-19. The, the Cove. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck else. Okay. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they, it's due to the holiday, you know, travel and all, and people visiting family members when they weren't supposed to fucking visit anyone. Um. Yeah, shit's back, and uh, now you know. Shit never left. Shit never left. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, I'll, I mean, look, I'll agree with. Are you. we gonna say that we never fucking leave? Yeah, I go out sometimes. Well, let me rephrase. I that. don't go out. I don't go out like I'm going out to clubs or yeah. bars or anything. <laughs> no. But am I gonna like come over to Pedro's house to record like the podcast? It's just the two of us in here. Yeah, we're not like, right next out. to each other. But I, that's my thing. I don't like, go out. Do I go to the store every so often? Look, I I, I go to the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like some like it's easy to start to feel like, well, I haven't gotten sick, so I guess I'll just like do this one thing, and then that one thing is next thing you know, like I guess I could go to this like little get together at my friend's house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I, that's what it seems to be. Like whenever the holidays hit, I feel like we were hitting max like complacency, where it was like, hey, we all feel good enough about this, huh? Yeah, we all feel safe enough to just kind of do our own thing. It's like this point. Uh, you know, catch a flight. I'll be wearing my mask. Uh huh. It's it's just uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, well, I do know what it is. A lot of people just yeah, it's the complacency, it's the boredom, and yeah. it's everything. But at, at the same time, it's like, what? Why? What don't you understand about the fact that this is a fucking virus? <laughs> like, 
the, the whole the this is what we've been like telling you guys, or you know, this is what the experts have been saying. Like, hey, we're doing good, but didn't they say like know. a thousand people died in L.A. this week of COVID? <sighs> Dude, I don't know. That that seems that seems uh, that seems less to be honest than what I would oh, really? than, than what I would expect because I think we're up to what like three fifty, three sixty at this point. A thousand people have already died. Americans have died, and uh, it's a fucking shame, man. But uh, you know, we're just here to tell you that fucking st- <laughs> still, still practice this shit. Like, mm. still wear your mask, still practice social distancing, and um, you know, you can go. It's not. I feel like every fucking year, or all the time, I hear all these people complaining about how much they hate their families and how much they hate. <laughs> now the they want to fucking go. Yeah. Now all you motherfuckers are like, oh, I miss them. Like, no, fuck that. Like, just you know, miss them a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. It's fine. That you know. That way you're safe, they're safe. Just keep it under control. That's it. That's all you got to do. Also, like, the older I've gotten, and I know you can agree, but, like, going out and all that, like, parties, <laughs> like, kind of I don't suck. know, man. No, 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 no. I, I, all right, go ahead. I'm just saying. Parties go, don't suck. No, parties don't suck, but they can. Uh, like, it's not like we're never going to be able to do that shit again. A little we side can. note. A little side note. Um. So we usually sit in this like room, right? <laughs> and Pedro puts me on like this uh, little couch, this little rinky-dink couch that he has. <laughs> oh, fuck no, that couch and, is like, comfortable. And then he sits in this fucking like, what would you call this? I guess, what is this? Uh, <laughs> like a uh, couch? No, no that's uh, that. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's almost like a recliner that doesn't climb. Yeah, it, recline. it's like that. It's a, it's like a seat. It's a couch chair. for like one person. Yeah, very comfortable. Like you can kind of like settle in and feel real comfortable. I love it. I'm I'm never gonna sit on the fucking couch again. That's cool. I, I like I, I like it here. Nah, fuck no. Next time I come over, this shit's gonna, you're gonna be sitting here already when I get here. Yeah, I'm gonna knock on the door and you're gonna be like, uh, Sam's gonna open and be like, Pedro said that he's waiting for you upstairs. Oh my god, that's a comfortable ass chair though. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm like, yeah, you're perfect. You got my legs cr- like cross crisscross cross applesauce. Yeah, yeah. Over there. next thing you know, like I can like lean over. It's perfect. Yeah. No wonder nice. you down the record for hours and hours. <laughs> I feel like I'm, after, I'm, after like 30 minutes, I'm like trying to get out of here. I'm having a good ass time. I'm, I feel fine. All right. I feel fine. Anyway, uh, you're talking I had about a, how much you hate parties. Well, <laughs> so I'm just saying like, but it's not like we're not, it's not like that's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And that way of living is never going to come back. It will, but it's going to come back quicker if we just practice like what we need to and we all help each other out, which I know is a lot to fucking ask right now, but yeah. A lot more than it should, but I mean, just don't be stupid about it. And you know, I think uh, we wouldn't be doing uh, our due diligence just you know with the small but very humble audience that we have to just say, keep doing, you know, keep be, be careful, be careful. Exactly. One thing I would Stay say safe. too, you know, what bothers me is, and I've heard it too many times, is when look if like people who are like sick uh-huh. and they don't know they have COVID, but they're like, I don't feel good. And yeah. I have a cough. And then you hear that they're like, but I went to work anyways. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Like, don't, stuck and stay don't, home. Yeah. Don't. You don't feel good. Don't go anywhere. Nah. That's don't. the shit that for some reason I'm like, that's the, like the number one rule. Like, you don't feel good. I feel like the, they made it so easy, at, at least in my job. Look, I understand. Everybody's work is different. Yeah. And yeah. you're in different situations. But I feel like for the most part, it felt like the workforce gave you the option of like, for the first time, like, what you got like little sniffles don't come in yeah like we don't care don't yeah. come in and all of a sudden it's like 
gotta go in. Like, I gotta <laughs> like you know, I can't take a day off. Yeah, it's like, almost oh. it's it, it that that classic um almost guilt trip that you, you feel upper management's gonna give you for yeah. like staying home for being sick. It's like I don't feel good. I'll be honest. I might with, have COVID. I'll be honest with you. I've never felt that shit. Oh, yeah. Like I have never. If I felt any sort of like sickness, like I ain't just going in. That's pre-COVID. Yeah. Like like if I woke up and like I just I felt queasy, I ain't going in. I'm weird. I'm I'm like I'm weird in that like if <laughs> sometimes I don't feel like going in, I'll just call in sick. But then when I'm <laughs> sick, I'm like. Oh, I, I got to yeah. put on a brave front. Like, I yeah. got to go in. Not yeah. with COVID, but like before COVID. Before COVID. And I'd be like, no, I can't miss work. It's <laughs> like, I don't know why. Yeah, dude. That, that, that's the thing. It's like, don't risk everyone else just because you don't want to seem lazy. You're not. You'd, you'd, be, you're, you'd be doing more of a disservice by going to work, possibly getting, you know, infecting somebody else. So, again, it's 2021, folks. This shit ain't new. Like, <laughs> this shit is not new. Like, Stay the fuck home. Mm. That's all I got to say. This ad is brought to you by Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay the fuck home. Um, Obviously paid by the big uh, liberal fat cats <laughs> to push their agenda. Finally. Yeah. It's coming true. Yeah. Somebody, that's the thing, right? That like so many people are like, you know, somebody's profiting from this. I'm like, who? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would like, assume somebody's profiting, well, but people profit of all kinds but, of shit. But no, but it's it's in the, it's almost like like it's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like oh, you know, they did this shit. You know it. Yeah. It's like, dude, just wear a fucking mask. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, hard, shut yeah, up. yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just wear the fucking mask. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so stupid because, like, obviously. You know, people can feel there's certain ways about it, but I'm so tired of seeing the pictures where it's like a cartoon of something, but like the animals in the cartoon are caged. Yeah. And they're always in that like, look at that free animal. Yeah. He's stupid. <laughs> and then like, I'm supposed yeah. to feel so like, oh my God, I'm yeah. a caged animal and I let them do it to me. I'm a sheep. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm not. Whatever. Let's just move on. <laughs> hey man, sheepers, sheeps are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but I get fed. No. Yeah, yeah, we get we our our skin or our wool <laughs> keeps people warm. That shit's great. Um, they profit off our skin. Perfect. <laughs> I'm uh, maybe I should look into these cartoons. <laughs> um, but yeah, just stay the fuck home. That's all I gotta say. That's a public service announce- announcement from you boys here at another special podcast. Um, you know, another story that I kind of wanted to touch upon too. Um, uh, did you hear what happened at uh, down at Pornhub? Oh shit! No, you hear about that? They deleted. Oh yeah, I heard a about that. massive. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I couldn't yeah. find. The- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I thought there used to be ten million videos. <laughs> I couldn't find. I couldn't find my fucking regulars either. I'm not gonna lie. Like as soon as I heard that they deleted so many. All right, tell the story. So <laughs> so so Pornhub uh, reported. This was I think a couple weeks back yeah. now. But uh, Pornhub came uh, came forward and they're like, um, hey, you know, because Visa is now one of our sponsors. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so apparently um, to go to buy into Pornhub Premium, which I don't know who the fuck would ever do that. Oh, but what do you anyways? You go. get you get premium content. You get but what's the, the premium content. More porn. <laughs> but what? There's already <laughs> millions there's so and millions much, of videos. There's so much porn. Like I, I like I, what I don't understand is like what's the next level of like 
you know, premium. Yeah. You know, like yeah, sometimes know. it's like premium is content would be like if the videos you can watch now were like, oh, but it's non-nude or like you don't yeah. get to see the good parts. Yeah. And, but you got to pay extra to watch like, you know, the actual video. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. What do you? I don't I mean, I don't know. What if they're like all the all insertion scenes are like only behind a prime a prim- wall. A paid wall. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah. So they came out, and since Visa is one of their is one of their payment options for these memberships, well, apparently Visa's like, hey, uh, you mind kind of getting rid of like some of the more uh, indecent shit that you have, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, you know, uh, un. I ba- basically they they deleted a lot of like unverified content, so it's a lot of reuploads, a lot of. Uh, to be fair probably for the best yeah yeah i yeah i i agree to be to be fair it is it is i see it i understand why the one thing i like like i said i don't know the situation but when i heard it the first thing i thought was like getting rid of unverified videos probably means getting rid of the possibility of there being some kind of child porn yeah or poop videos or something <laughs> okay yeah i guess but but they mainly child pee. porn all right, I feel like those aren't like massively <laughs> illegal, you know, or like super wrong. Um, is it illegal to poop on someone? It is, right? If they like don't know. No, I think it's just illegal at this point. No, why? Like, if you wanted it, who's gonna stop you behind closed doors? <laughs> this is fucking America. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> we can storm the Capitol. We can shit on each other. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Clip that. Yeah. Um, nah, yeah, so they, they deleted a shit ton. And and I don't I don't know the numbers. But yeah, I, I went back and, you know, checked on my uh, my regulars. Uh, <laughs> Gone. Definitely. Like, I had, like, uh, I, I there's about two to three videos of my regulars. That really? Were, yeah. I was like, where's my poop videos? <laughs> no, but not serious. There was, a, there was, like, two videos where I was like, ah, oh, damn, well, all right, rip. <laughs> like, You've you've been there since like fucking college days, but all right. Really? Yeah. I feel like sometimes you joke about that. Like you'll talk about like specific like favorites, <laughs> and like I always thought you were kidding. No, <laughs> you don't have favorites. I feel like I have stuff that like you know for like a you know. There's like if I stumble upon this website, I'll be like, hey, you know, yeah. remember, I remember seeing this thing the other day. Let me like see what that's about. Nah, there's definitely but, like, like sometimes it's just you know, oh, this is what's on the front page, and it seems all right. All right. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, I'm not judging you. No, 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 no. True, true. But yeah, no. There's definitely like some where I've just gone and I'm just like, all right, that's still up. That's cool. I know, like it's servicing somebody else. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, they they deleted a fuck ton. Like they deleted. I think they had upwards of like 10 million videos. Yes, and they yeah. got rid of like eight million. Yeah, I think there's only like two point something million that's now. A lot of videos, <laughs> which is still a very lot of porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some would argue more than there should be, <laughs> like, yeah, like so, a lot of porn. But uh, you know, to um, to uh, to allow Visa to still become a payment option, they had to get they had to get rid of it. It was a business decision. So I don't know much about the uh, adult entertainment business, uh-huh. but before, do people still make money to like? be in porns oh yeah pornos. no hell yeah i think the, i think they like the money is still there but where's the money coming from because i would think is it like ad revenue 
Uh, yeah, there's definitely ad revenue. There's subscriptions. Because, you know, I feel like back in the day, I assume it was like, oh, you got to buy the VHS or the like, you know. You know what a lot of people don't realize? Um, and I didn't know this either. The Spice Channel. <laughs> but yeah, fucking fuzzies. What a lot of people don't realize is that um, porn stars, I don't know about I don't know about the guy porn stars, but the but the women, they're only doing porn for like oh, yeah. months at a time. Like they they do it for um like literal literal months, like maybe four or five months. And they're just like they're just they're just having they're mm-hmm. shooting scene after scene. Yeah. And that is their entire career. Like that and that's like very uh, normal for a lot of uh, performers. But even then, um if they get popular during you know that initial run like they'll come back and then they can sign a contract with like i don't know fucking bang bros or brazzers or some shit but yeah i guess you know so yeah the money is definitely i mean the porn industry is still up there mm-hmm. i think it almost rivals video games at this point this, shit, this shit's up There's there no way <laughs> video <laughs> games saying, video, like, video games is up there video, <laughs> video games, games like passes up fucking movies i think and I, I music think, and I, I think i think i saw something the other day where they were saying that video games it's like, the biggest medium yeah and it's it it surpasses all three of them like yeah. combined at this point but yeah they deleted fucking eight million something <laughs> videos god damn it's a lot of porn. Mm-hmm. It's just, just lost to the ether now. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was uh, that was one of the stories that I wanted to touch upon, and also too to go back to the uh, like who's gonna pay for the prime? No judgment here if you pay for prime whatever <laughs> you know if you if you pay for prime porn, that's fine. But also like. Porn is so reachable nowadays that if, if you order stuff from like a sex shop online, they throw like four or five videos in there. Do they? Yeah, for free. Huh. It's just like, hey, thanks for shopping. So that being said, I went to a sex shop the other day mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it was just, hey, you know, we haven't, haven't been to a sex shop in a long time. So my girlfriend and I, we just went to just kind of browse around, look around, see what's new, see what 2020 had to hold, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And uh, went there and was not disappointed at what I was seeing because there's uh, the, the technology. Oh, my dude. If you're single or even if you're not, if, if, if you want to if you know, if you and your partner are into some shit that they have, they have everyone covered. Mm-hmm. They have everyone covered. Um, one of the most. Craziest magical things i i saw there was that they have um you know they they have fleshlights which Mm -hmm. you know everybody knows what those are if you don't it's basically a pocket pussy at this point like it's a it's a flesh it's a flashlight that you have sex with Mm -hmm. and um they had that but they had it to where you can attach it or they, they had it to where you can attach it to this ipad case that had handles on the side so that you can watch porn on your oh iPad <laughs> and you can fuck your iPad. Huh. That's a thing now. Mm-hmm. That's genius. I I like. I don't know if I ever. I mean, I don't know if I ever would. Yeah, seems like a lot of setup for something that. It seems like a whole lot of setup. The most I can't speak for anybody else, but something that's like kind of more spontaneous for me than like <laughs> I plan out ahead of time. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like something you gotta light candles for, yeah. and you gotta read up on fucking what lubes or whatever the hell. But yeah, no, they they have a a 
a fuckable iPad case now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just do the phone. True. You know, it's, hand, it's handheld. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they have that. Um, they had uh, so many alien penises. Really? So many alien deal- dildos. Dildos. <laughs> so many alien dildos. Uh, fucking massive. Like in massive, it was it was it was crazy, it was insane, and they even had the ones that like uh, you can push eggs into. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't know that? Was that for you? It, it's to simulate, but um, aliens laying eggs inside oh, of you. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's Ooh. a it's to simulate, <laughs> and the eggs are just like. Uh, 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 <laughs> is that safe? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, it's, it's, uh, it was this little fucking, it's like, you know, this dildo that is about as long as like a forearm. It's like a ovipositor or whatever. What's that? Uh, I think that's the word for like whatever body part that those animals have where they're like, I'm going to lay my eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it looks very alien. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of stick the eggs in there and then you put it inside you and you basically make the eggs go in you it's insane that's what i'm saying it whatever anyone is into you are covered that shit is weird yeah yeah and oh and they had of course they had like a massive wall of just dvds and porn which like i didn't think like i don't know i was it was nice to see that dvds still have like a place in today's society i was Mm -hmm. like hey all right the dvd industry is like thriving with fucking porn i don't know uh, why they because they just no blu-rays yeah no hd same you know. thing with that another thing that seemed like it would be too much like okay give me a second gotta like get my dvd and like put it in the player yeah what, what, go to the sp- menu and like fast forward to like are there special features i don't know maybe they have the 3d thing that you always wanted or you can like <laughs> explore the scene <laughs> what about commentary yeah director's cut yeah yeah that was really into my character at this point yeah 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 yeah, this is where the alien laid eggs in me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, they just—it's they, uh, uh, no excuse for any sort of sex crime nowadays. I feel like the, the, you are covered. No, there's some. There's, no, there's some <laughs> sex crimes that that should not happen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's why, yeah, I agree with you. Oh, okay. I thought crimes. you were like, no, <laughs> like they got you covered for all sex crimes at the store. No. I was like, no, 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 no. You should not ever do that okay. because you are covered at the store. Like that, like. It's insane. Uh, there, there's so much shit there. Of course, they had a lot of uh, fucking Trump uh, porno parodies, mm. which I was like, I was so fucking close to just buying and sending to you without, <laughs> like, without you knowing. Just getting it in the mail. Yeah, just getting it in the mail. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but yeah, this shit was ridiculous, man. Um, so yeah, that was my. Would fun. you have sent it to me like uh, with your name on it? No, it would have scared me to be honest. <laughs> If I got something like that, I'd be really scared. Especially because you live by yourself. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, something about it would have been like, I feel like I would have looked around because yeah. I knew somebody was watching me at the mailbox. Yeah. I didn't like, who the fuck? Yeah. Watch this. I feel like if I take it in, they're going to say that, like, <laughs> I fucking, you know, oh, look, I took it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a nice experience. Uh, go check one out can't recommend it enough it's uh it's a wild ride <laughs> cool yeah have you been to a sex shop before uh yeah 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 not too often but i've been that's what i'm saying I, i've that was maybe my second time ever walking yeah. into one 
the first time I walked into one was maybe like fuck at this point eight, nine years ago. Yeah. It's and, been a while. And uh you know, then I was kind of like, all right, standard stuff, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And now I'm just blown away. Mm-hmm. It didn't have the fuckable iPad case. That was one that like that that shit blew my mind. Cause I didn't know what I was looking at. Uh-huh. I cut my mind, it was one of those like my mind just couldn't like <clears throat> picture what you know kind of compute what i was like seeing what mm-hmm. my eyes are registering and that's when uh, sam was like oh you fuck it <laughs> and i was like or oh. so, I, so i've heard yeah <laughs> i was like oh mm. that's crazy so yeah all right that's that did it come with the flashlight or <laughs> <laughs> so is that a bundle deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that was my uh that was my uh adventure um that was like a week before christmas too they had a lot of deals so that was nice hmm. all right you want to get into the list uh, let's talk was is the list a lot <laughs> is the list lo- the last thing we want to do uh, yeah i think so you want to talk about uh a movie we watch oh fuck man i mean you I, know i no. yeah we uh, yeah i do yeah <laughs> i do <sighs> go ahead and kick it off all right so um you know, we live in the time of COVID, so the movie industry is trying to find a way to survive. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago how Warner Brothers were like putting all. The- I, uh, <laughs> I want to say, if there's one industry that I had no like, uh, I just I had no worry like this is not going to affect the movie industry like one fucking bit. If anything, it's going to delay a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I just well, we saw. We didn't know it was going to last this long. Even then, even mm-hmm. if it did, if, even if it keeps lasting, I'm kind of like, all right, this <laughs> is it goes on forever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, well, this is just you know, it's going to delay some things, but we're still going to get, we're still going to get you know the these hot titles. Mm-hmm. So keep going. <laughs> okay, so um, Warner Brothers announced that they were going to put all their movies out on HBO Max for 2021. Yeah, and in those movies, they finally released wonder woman that came out on christmas day yeah and you know if you've listened to this podcast before you know that as far as uh dc movies go like of the dc extended universe we love wonder woman it's the best one i don't give a fuck what you say yeah wonder woman was the best movie best dc it's better than uh fucking um justice league it's better than justice league it's better than aquaman superman it's better aquaman i will say (laughs) And I'll still hold that, like, I like Man of Steel. I, don't I, like, fuck, I like Man of Steel, I don't too. I don't give a fuck what you say. I I, like, I, what the fuck? I just said <laughs> what anybody says. Um, but Wonder Woman, that was the shit. Uh-huh. And so we were hyped for Wonder Woman 1984 because yep. it was Wonder Woman, and it was, like, seemed to be set in, like, a real 80s-ass kind of, like, uh, theme, like, setting. And it was based in the 80s. Yeah. But, and I don't know what we thought. It just looked like it was going to be good. Yeah, and it just looked like more Wonder no Woman. No reason for it not to be good, and no reason like, all right, if it's not good, then like, I'm sure it's fine. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. And then we watched it, or then I watched it, and I like came here, and I told Pedro I'd seen it, and I tried not to really like tell you. you. Yeah, you didn't tell, you didn't say anything about it. You were just like you, but you it, knew people were like giving it <coughs> shit. Oh yeah, I the, the whole day, uh, I, like Christmas. Uh, the day after Christmas was like when all the reviews came mm-hmm. and that's where I was looking and I was like, my God, this fucking movie's getting trashed. Like it's getting trashed like left and right. Uh, and I, and, 
and then you'd come over i think the day after that and and or we had i think probably disc golf or whatever and uh, i was like hey man how is it and you you just shook your head yeah and that's I was just it. Like, you're like mm, just watch it yeah i didn't want to <laughs> i didn't want to like tell you like oh it sucks because you know when people yeah. say that then you go into a movie <laughs> looking for all it's like faults yeah. and shit right yeah so um yeah so where do you start um so first off the movie has two beginnings the movie has two beginnings. Uh, the first yes. beginning is fucking. That was first, the best part yeah, of the movie. Yes. <laughs> and the obviously, movie. we're gonna fucking spoil this. Whatever happens, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna spoil it. If you haven't seen it, uh, don't waste your time. Like, don't. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> you watch like, it if you want. Like, yeah, you can watch look, it. If I was like a Wonder, I am a fan of like the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, I if I, I was gonna watch this movie, you know. Yeah. And I'm glad I watched it. I'm not saying that like I, I wasn't I'm gonna not. watch it. I'm not glad. <laughs> like like just, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's just if you ask me for like good superhero movies, I'm <laughs> I am never going if to you're say asking me for good cinema. <laughs> I would say that that you, is not. Why don't you check out uh, the Brandon Lee in, yeah. uh, <laughs> in, the, in the, the Crow? That's a good ass movie. Um, <laughs> Watchmen 2009. Yeah, Zack Snyder cut. Directors, director's yeah. cut. Birdman and the so and so so and so and Michael fucking, Keaton joint uh, Dark Man with uh, <laughs> Dark Man that? yeah remember, remember that fucking old ass wasn't that an N sixty four game too or no am I thinking of the Phantom it's probably the Phantom I don't know or Hollow Man you remember that movie oh well, that was uh, Kevin Bacon huh I think so yeah yeah that movie scared me or like I thought that movie was fuck like, yeah it was scary yeah that movie because uh, I remember I was I was I was, I was way younger when because he goes crazy right yeah he goes yeah. crazy. And I was way younger uh, when that movie came out. And I just like the one scene, of course, that I remember is that he like undresses some woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but that disturbed me like very uh-huh. greatly. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> what? Some guy's going to undress my chubby ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not my boob. <laughs> yeah. um, my husky butt. <laughs> Um, so Wonder Woman 1984 starts off. You got young Dan, and she's she's uh, competing in the uh, I guess like the the Amazonian it's women like a triathlon. They're yeah, like, Amazonian yeah. woman like uh, uh, exactly that, like a triathlon, a competition, and she's going up against grown ass Amazonian uh, ass women. Yeah, Amazonian ass. She's women. a little girl, right? Yeah, and not only is she like keeping up with them, but she's like you know she's kind of leading the pack a little nah, bit. She's beating and, them. She was winning by yeah, like a lot. yeah. And 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 at one point, uh, she kind of messes up on one of the step or one of the. She's trying challenges. to look back. I mean, I'm saying it because I watched it with uh, Keontae. Keontae was very adamant because she's they're on horses uh-huh. and she's like looking back. She yeah. keeps looking back because she's in the lead and she keeps looking back to see where they are. And Keontae was like, "Why the fuck she keep looking back? She's gonna fuck up or like you know something's gonna happen." Yeah. And of course, she looks back and when she's not looking, she gets hit by like a tree branch. Yeah. And knocks her off the horse. Yeah. And at this point, she's like, I'm going to I'm going to I know what I'm going to do to win. I'm going to take a shortcut. And, you know, she takes a shortcut and basically gets ahead of the pack again and is going to win. And that's when her mentor stops her. And I even forgot her name. I forgot her. I forgot the mentor's that's name. Cause, like, because I feel like she was. They didn't do anything wrong. You need, no, you know, no. that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, so. that's yeah. I don't remember her name either because, yeah. like, I I definitely knew it in the first one, but then yeah. And so this, uh, her mentor stops her and just explains, like, hey, you know, like you weren't gonna win that 
mm-hmm. you know, truthfully, you yeah, took the a shortcut. Truth is what matters. Truth is what matters, and this and that. And so I'm just like, all right, well, that sets like the tone for like the rest of the movie. I mean, like, kind of. Right. I feel like you said that they never came back to that, but like it did. That's what <laughs> happened at the end. I'm not saying it was like perfect, right? It obviously wasn't. But yeah, they did no. call back to it. It 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 called back to it, but oh my god. It was the damage had been done at that point, and it was like, all right, <laughs> I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, then the movie kicks off its second opening or its second beginning, mm. and this one, like again, like it kind of felt like it had a little, like, hey, it had a little, like, of its own style. Yeah. And it was like, uh, basically, Wonder Woman is uh, stopping these. Thieves. Wonder Woman is in Washington D.C. Yes, she's in Washington D.C. There's a bunch of rioters breaking into the state capital. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right, um, Diana. Uh, you know, these, it starts with these people, uh, these guys. They're in the mall, and they're about to rob. What the fuck were they about to rob? Uh, they stole like some because uh, they go into a jewelry store, yes, but then they know yeah. that they have like a essentially a black market of other things in the yeah back. that's right that's right so they rob this like uh black market jewelry store that's in a mall it's crowded with people it's the 1980s you know malls were everything back then and that people were wearing blazers and shit yeah yeah super 80s yeah you got the 80s music playing is it's, it's setting the fucking vibes of mm-hmm. like this is an 80s film and um you know it's very cheesy because wonder woman comes and she starts taking out these guys one mm-hmm. by one but like the through the cheesiness i was it kind felt, of like all right because it kind of felt like it was on purpose you yes, know like it still yes. felt like is, are they doing is it have this like vibe to it because it's like an 80s it kind of felt like they were kind of harking back to the first captain america where you know how he goes but on that, that movie tour. it doesn't suck <laughs> Where, but you know what I'm talking about, where he's like doing that whole press tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm Captain America. Yeah, and it's super yeah. cheesy. It's really cringy and mm-hmm. stuff. And that's like the whole point. It's like it's making fun of like that. And so I thought that's what they were doing. Like, oh, maybe she's like shooting a commercial or some mm-hmm. shit, you know. But it was still entertaining to watch. Um, but no, that was an actual like her stopping thieves scene. Yeah. And it was very... I don't know. The the tone completely shifted. It was almost like, okay, I guess they're going for a sillier tone mm-hmm. than the first film. It almost felt like it was it almost felt like it was a parody of itself. Yeah. Just but be, you could still fuck with it at that point, yeah, right? It still felt point, like yeah, I yeah. can ride with this, you yeah, know. Like, it's uh, like it was kind of like, Oh Diana. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. oh Wonder Woman, you guys, you know, Patty Jenkins, like mm-hmm. you guys are fucking you guys know what you're doing. Um so the, she stops everybody and she has this cute little interaction with this one little girl. The little which, girl was cute. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that, that cool, was very like little wink. Yeah, that was really cool. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I like that overdone campiness. Yeah. You know, I'm you know I'm down with that shit. Look, I feel like before we carry on, you know, the first movie was like kind of had it had a lot of the connections to it that it was like, oh, we finally get like a female superhero. It's like empowering. Yeah. And you know. I don't give a fuck. I fall for that shit. I yeah. feel like I, I look, I watch it and I can, I feel like, uh, oh man, it kind of feels like a bit of a moment. Yeah. Um, and I like it, even though, like you said, it can be overdone and sometimes like a little too in your face and whatever. It's still kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. it's a nice moment. Yeah, right? it is. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice moment. And like, fuck it. Like I like wholesome mm-hmm. shit like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, so, you know, I was, I, I was fucking with it. I was like, all right, this is, you know, even even at that time, I still give it the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, like, even let's say this is the tone for the rest of the film. Like, if they do it right, 
which it can be done right, I'm all right. I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll roll with it. But then the movie goes on, and you're introduced to more characters. You're introduced to Kristen Wiig, who plays uh, Diana's uh, coworker because she works at uh, she's a curator at uh, at a museum. We're gonna have Smithsonian at the Smithsonian. That's right, at the, at the Smithsonian, and and Kristen Wiig is her coworker. And that, as you all know, is who's going to be the villain. Mm-hmm. And she's going to play Cheetah. So um, Kristen Wiig is basically playing uh, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 2 with fucking Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. It's like the exact same character. She's like this ditzy, uh, nerdy character. Yeah, Nobody really ditzy. likes her. She's like really smart, right? She's well, really no, smart, no, well, no, but she, she's very more smart. socially awkward. Yeah, and but, kinda... but you're just like, oh, I can't walk in heels. And like, oh, I drop Clumsy. stuff. Clumsy. But I think ditzy, I think like... You know, it's more like dumb, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. It nah, no, no, no. It's, it's definitely like clumsy. Yeah, yeah, like a clumsy like nerd mm-hmm. is 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 the is uh, what she's going for. And uh, Kristen Wiig did fine. Like she she's she, she's great. But already it's kind of like these are like character tropes that are yes. Like uh, yeah, I thought we were done with that. Yeah, kinda. and I was kind of uh, yeah, that's because that's exactly what I thought. I thought of Jamie Fox and fucking Amazing Spider Man too. I was like. This is fucking uh, electro. What the mm-hmm. hell? Okay, um, and then it gets. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but then like Pedro, oh, we go. Pedro Pascal is in the mix, uh-huh. and uh, we've known this for you know a while. It, you know he was part of the cast. Uh, nobody knew who he was playing. It was just like, oh, Pedro Pascal, he's casting Wonder Woman. Um, it was speculated that he was gonna be the uh, the enemy or you know the nemesis of the film, uh, but nobody knew who. Or who you know what character he was gonna play or whatever, um, but he plays this eccentric, very like uh, entrepreneur, almost like a Trump. He definitely is like, like a Trump it's, character. It, yeah, it's a, it's it's definitely a Trump, uh, a play on him and a parody of Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, he just plays like this. Uh, not a Michael. He plays he, like this really over the top fucking business like yeah, entrepreneur. Like he's just any way to like get ahead. Doesn't yeah. fuck about like you know he's a scam artist. Yeah. Yeah, so so then uh, they finally reveal, uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, Pedro, he he does fine. Yeah, like, I mean, Pedro does fine. He was supposed to be cheesy, right? Because yeah. he was like a like a TV, he was in like TV commercials. So yeah. everybody was like, oh, do your little line. He was like, life is good. Yeah, but it can, but be, it can better. be better. Yeah, you know, it was like yeah. very over the top. Very over corny. the top. And um, we love you, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> you love you, Mr. Pascal. I mean, what do you want to do? He's got the whole Star Wars franchise on his fucking shoulders. Yeah, exactly. He can't also He's carry the DC fucking, universe. Oh my God, he could though. Oh, like, he, that's the thing. he probably could. <laughs> he could. Um, so the movie goes on, and and then you essentially are introduced to this little rock. I forgot the name of it. It doesn't matter. It's this <laughs> rock that the the uh, the Smithsonian um, is you know is donated to the Smithsonian. And it's going to be a part of like their exhibit or whatever, but it's a legendary stone that grants wishes. Um, at that point, but you don't know that they like you know it's whatever. That's it's like a legend. It's mm-hmm. like legend told, yeah. like you know this grants wish, wishes and this and that, and it's all through exposition yeah, of yeah. like a fucking conversation between Chris and Wig and Gal Gadot, which is uh, Diana Wonder Woman. I got Chris and Wig's character, but because um, they're talking about how like it's le- this legendary stone that can grant wishes and this and that. And that, folks, is what the movie revolves around, is this fucking Grant Wishing Stone, which is the laziest, like, it's just the laziest piece of, like, writing or narrative you can ever put into a movie. Um, 
So you have the different characters of the film begin wishing for things. And since the stone can grant wishes, it grants wishes. So Kristen Wiig, the way that she essentially becomes Cheetah is that she wishes that she was more like Diana, mm-hmm. who she doesn't know is Wonder Woman. Yeah. So technically the stone then turns her, you know, the stone makes her, I guess, better eyesight. So she just takes off the glasses, which automatically makes you more attractive for whatever yeah, reason. It's, it's like a Spider-Man situation. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man situation. So, the, so, she, so then she's like super strong and she's fast and she doesn't know why. But she's, All of a sudden she's like mad, like people yeah, think she's mad sexy and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Confident. It, She's confident and and all uh, she does is get rid of the glasses, right? It's just like she, she takes the glasses that's off and her hair is like uh, maybe brushed a little more. But yeah, yeah, that's literally all she does. So so Kristen Wiig is in her own little uh, own little world with that. Uh, but then is it Diana that wishes for? Yeah, that does her wish first. Yeah, because at this point they don't know. It's like that's the legend, and they're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice if this was real?" And yeah. they, they wish on it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Diana Wonder Woman is essentially like she quietly wishes. She uh-huh. didn't say anything, uh-huh. but you put it together that she wishes for like her dead boyfriend from the first movie to come back. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. She's like, I wish he was still here, and like cue fucking Christopher uh, Pine to show yeah, up. Yeah. So Steve Trevor. Which I didn't know that's like, did they, I guess, I guess you, like, nobody knew how he came back till the movie came out. Yeah, that's the thing. The, his, his inclusion in, like, all the trailers and, you know, the casting, it was, it was out in the open, but no, nobody knew how that, where they were going to make that work. Because yeah. he, he, he died. He died in the first one. In the first one. And not only that, the first one takes place in World War One, <laughs> and this one takes place in the 80s. Yeah, and he's just looking, like, as good as ever. Yeah. <laughs> like Chris Pine. better. Yeah. <laughs> the good looking guy, man. Um, so Chris Pine comes back as Steve Trevor, who's uh, who was her love interest in, in the first film. Um, but you would think, like, okay, well, you know, the stone grants wishes, so she wishes for Steve to come back, and there he goes, he comes back. It's not that fucking simple. Yeah, what they chose, what the filmmakers chose to do, was to have Chris Pine, or was to have Steve Trevor's soul basically possess. A random guy, mm-hmm. a random man, um, and that's who Wonder Woman sees as Steve. Yeah. And nobody else can ne- see Steve. It's never clear whether or not like she sees him as Steve or this other guy. Yeah, yeah. It's we like, see him. It, like the audience sees him as Steve. Yeah. But there's but the body is still of another man. Cause he, yeah, because at one point Steve looks in the mirror and he yes. sees this other guy. Yeah, he sees this other the other guy, the, the other actor who is I don't even know who the hell he is. Mm-hmm. It's some no name. I think he was like a soap opera actor or something, but his name uh Christopher Polaha. I don't know. Well, at this point, it's just like uh, they are essentially okay with the idea that they've like hijacked this man's life. Yes. Which was weird yeah. to me because if they're good it was people, so fucking weird. it's just like, damn, like you just took this guy's body. He's literally a random dude. Yeah, and now that's your body? Like yeah. that's yeah, okay. that's so fucked. Yeah, and, um, and there was no plan to fucking like not nope. like undo it. It nope. was like, well, this is it. And Diana got Wonder Woman. She just fucking rolls with yeah. it. <laughs> like, they like, immediately they, like hook up. Yeah, like, they just, immediately like, sleep together that yeah, night. Yeah, they immediately. And, but once do again, all, I could I couldn't tell if how she saw him because she kept being like, "All I see is you" or something. And I was like, "But do you like? Yeah, yeah. Do, what do you like? But what do you see? Yeah, it was <laughs> like, unclear. What are you looking at? It was super unclear. Yeah. And then, uh, all the while, 
Because like, what, what, what if his, what if his soul like went into like a fat dude? Yeah, is it a fat version of Steve? Steve like, mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know what that one, Steve. Yeah, I don't believe you. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're not the Steve I fell in love with. Yeah, uh, fucking fat Steve. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're, I don't want to go through every fucking beat, but. You know, and while this is happening, Pedro Pascal's character is essentially oh, this, is, this is the he's stupidest. after like, you know, he wants money, he wants power. Yeah. So he 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 steals the stone and he wishes essentially to become the stone. Oh, so now he grants people's wishes. Wouldn't it have been at least kind of cool if Pedro Pascal was then made out of stone? At least <laughs> something that would have looked dumb. No, but even he would have looked like the thing from fucking Fantastic Four. Fuck it, like nah. and then have him fight Wonder Woman nah, or something. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, anyways, he wishes to become the stone, which essentially means that he can grant people's wishes. Yes, the stone he bec- the stone absorbs into his body. But he starts granting people wishes, and it's just like okay, what? But they have to be touching him, just like the stone. Yeah. And he's like, "What? Wouldn't you? What would you wish for?" Blah blah blah. And somebody's like, "Oh, I wish I could have like this." Mm-hmm. They wish it. And he's immediately like, okay, I'll take your car. Uh-huh. And like, that's just an example. Yeah. And then somehow he starts tricking people into wishing things for him. He's just like, wouldn't you wish that I had all the power in the world? And people are like, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, I'll take your soul. Like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And they never, exp- like, I couldn't figure out why he was taking the shit from them. <sighs> it was just like, why, why the, well, I don't understand why he's giving them stuff. Yeah. And like, n- then immediately after takes whatever he wants from them. And it's like almost by some power. Yeah. And they don't explain it. For a while, they don't explain no, it. Yeah. And I feel like this is when the movie fell off the fucking rails. <sighs> is because they start, you know, movies that are like poorly written have like bad plot like explanations. Yeah. And so they eventually are like trying to figure it out. And like, okay, the stone has been like essentially in every major civilization before it crumbles. And they're like, oh, there's a like a guy at this museum. He's Mayan or something. He's from some ancient civilization. Uh-huh. And he's at the museum. Let's go visit him. And they get there. And this part was weird, too, because he's very obviously like an Indian guy. <laughs> with dreads. With dreads. <laughs> and he's like supposed to be Mayan or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh, yeah, the stone. And like, I feel like he doesn't say shit. He's no, just there no. for Diana to like grab a book and just look at it and say like, Oh, the stone grants wishes, but it's like a monkey's paw situation. So it takes the, like, whenever you wish for something, you know, the monkey paw, where it's like, okay, you wish for anything, but there's always like a twist. Yeah. You got to take, you got to sacrifice something. Yeah. 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 And so, but then I'm just like, so is that what we're rolling with? Like, it kind of just felt like, okay, it's a monkey's paw. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It was almost as like they forgot that. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh shit!" Like we we gotta yeah. sh- we gotta shoot the scene real quick. Yeah, we never explained why he gets a yeah. stuff from people. Yeah, oh, that shit. it was like a check mark. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, basically, Pedro Pascal's character is meeting. He begins to meet with world leaders. The first stop, I think, or one of the, he he meets with the president at one point. Yeah, that's like later on. That's later on. So the first person he the first it's like place some he goes guy in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and he takes his oil. He takes his oil to become rich and powerful. Uh, so Wonder Woman and Steve got to get there to stop them. So what do they do? They steal a fucking jet yeah. from the Smithsonian, from the Smithsonian. <laughs> that's apparently full of fuel. And I uh, couldn't tell if it was like just on display or was it for something. I don't know. <laughs> so they just jumped know. in. They jumped and in. And Steve, who had never <laughs> flown a plane since the 1920s. <laughs> who's been dead <laughs> yeah. for fucking decades. Yeah. 
He's been dead for like 70 fucking years oh or like 60 God. years. It, so he he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, I, drive, I I ride planes or like I pilot planes. Mm-hmm. I got this shit. And one of them was like, okay. And he does got it. He yeah. flies it perfectly. Yeah, he just looks around. He's like, okay, it'll just take me a little bit. This is a fucking jet. Yeah, it's a jet. You've never flown a jet before. Yeah, he, he has never. Fly. He it's from war. He's from World War One. Mm-hmm. Like he should be. I thought it was gonna be a joke. Like, oh, I got this. And then he doesn't got it. Yeah, he doesn't have and it. I thought she would fly it somehow. Yes, but. yes. That's what I was expecting, which would have been fine. I'd believe that more. Yes. Like, Diana can do whatever she wants. Yes, but Wonder Woman, like, stay your ass there. Yeah. <laughs> stay in the passenger yeah, seat. Yeah, I got it. So Steve begins flying. Uh, they see fireworks, which, of course, he doesn't know what the fuck fireworks are for whatever reason. Like, they don't have that shit. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? I don't God know. Damn they it. Did, but I'm sure they did. Like, he's seen bombs go off in I the was, air. I was okay <laughs> with, like, she makes it invisible, which I was like, fine. Like, I'm okay with that. Just how, as, how did she do that? I don't know. She did it. I don't remember. But I, I was okay with it just as a callback to, like, you know, she used to yeah, have, like, one of the women has, one. like, an invisible jet. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fine. Um, but yeah, then they fly to fucking Cairo <laughs> oh <my laughs> from God. like wherever they DC all the way to <laughs> yeah. Egypt. Uh, they in just fucking jet. take off in one jet. <laughs> <laughs> just like leave. Uh, Steve knows how to use the fucking navigational system. He's got like everything in the control. Uh, but like I said, it falls off the rails. I feel like in the whole, there was no good like action sequences no. with Wonder Woman. There, like the None. only one that I told you that I was like kind of into. Was the one where they they get to Egypt or wherever they are, and Wonder Woman is like chasing down like Pedro Pascal in his, his tanks and in, in their trucks. But something is amiss in this movie, uh, and I could and like I don't know like is it COVID? Is yeah. it like a money situation? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the special effects are like from the eighties. Yes, it's just like yeah, I like. When, this looked like a CW show, yeah, like a CW DC universe show. Uh, the, the that see, I couldn't get into that fucking chase scene in yeah. Cairo, wherever the fuck, because I just could not get over the fact of how she was running. Yeah, it's you like wonder, she's running fast, but like it's like they said, "Hey, run in place in front mm-hmm. of this green screen, and just do it like really over exaggerate how your arms are mm-hmm. like flailing." And and that's exactly what they used. They used that footage, placed it over, you know, the the sequence, and, and it's just it's so jarring. Yeah. And it's and it feels like I'm watching a, a movie, like a superhero movie from like the nineties or something. Yeah. Because it's just it's so off and it doesn't feel right at all. It's kind of giving me weird like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon like vibes. But mm-hmm. even then, Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon that felt like a stylistic choice. That's, yeah. yeah, that felt different. <laughs> that that's rooted in like chinese like or are you like like asian like filmmaking where like they use that uh that sort of style before mm. you know so i get that wonder woman ain't like this they're in egypt like they ain't got no business using that style <laughs> like using that, that that stylistic choice and it just really felt like that that entire sequence and i felt like every sequence was just Something was wrong. Something mm-hmm. was 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 definitely wrong in the CGI department. Um, it was just horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And and the, and, and, and the most disappointing one was the one that we had talked about, uh, where she's using the lasso. Yeah. So in the, cements the fact that like you like if there's one thing that DC is good at is making trailers for their movies. Yeah. Like, cause the Wonder Woman trailer looked incredible 
for Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. And like you were saying, uh, there's a part in the trailer where she's like in the skies in like a lightning storm and she fucking like throws her little lasso of truth and whips onto like a lightning bolt and just like propels through the air. I was looking forward to that part. And not only that, but there's this like really good ass like 80s music playing uh, over it. Yeah. In the trailer. Yeah, yeah not fucking, in the movie. No. In the movie, no. this is like also a climactic moment, but like it's sandwiched between like her like fucking flying somehow <laughs> in a really shitty way, <laughs> oh and like it's so when she does the the fucking move that we were so hyped for, yeah, it's like she's in the skies and like somebody down on the ground says something, and she like looks over like, hmm, that seems troubling, Whoosh, and like fucking like whips on the lightning and just keeps going, and I'm like. That was stupid. Yeah. Like that was like really stupid. <laughs> that was so stupid. Like I was really like hyped for that moment. That was so fucking dumb, man. Like they just squandered it. It was just it was oh man. Twenty twenty just claimed another fucking victim, I swear. Yeah. I uh, thought I thought it was bad enough with fucking cyberpunk. Yeah. I really uh, did. And it's just so I was telling you, I went back and I watched some of the action sequences from Wonder Woman, the first one. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's good. Like I feel like they there's none of this as from what I saw, there's none of the like Wonder Woman running fast no, in front of a green screen. No. She like there's a lot of her doing things that like obviously like she could she jumps on top of a building, but like it looks fine, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things. And what I like about her, and I think maybe you do too, is to me, her like way of being and fighting, if to me she feels like a little Hulk. Yes. She's like yeah. a smaller, more like agile Hulk. She's just like at one point there's like a tank and she just yeah. like fucking shoulder checks it yeah and like flips that shit over and like she think, shoulder checks it catches it and just like flips that shit over yeah I'm like oh see like that's my shit yeah she's uh she's like a much more um yeah she's like a little Hulk I would say she's uh like a much more uh kind of in your face visceral of Captain America almost because yeah. like in in part one at least because there's that one scene well there's so many scenes like mm-hmm. so many good fighting scenes in part one where she's like. Fucking sliding on the ground yeah. on her knees. Yeah, and she's yeah, hitting yeah. guys with her, with her shield. That mm-hmm. shit looks fucking cool. Yeah. And um, guys are getting like thrown out of the fucking room. Yeah, they're getting the fuck. They're yeah, launched yeah. out, man. That shit is so fun yeah. and so cool to and watch. There's like that part where there's like a sniper, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, there's a sniper," and they like help launch her up, and she yeah. pretty much just like tackles like oh, this fucking bell tower and, oh, and knocks her and over. Then, and then they do the fucking trope where she's uh, chasing. Max, you know, Max, Lord Maxwell, whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, and it's the same scene that we're talking about, but then oh, oh no, like there's kids playing in the fucking road. Uh, there, there's these children, these little Egyptian children playing in the road, in the middle of fucking of a desert, like mm-hmm. <laughs> just out there. And so you know, Wonder Woman and Steve, they got to save the kids, also while fighting off, and yeah, in the middle of this chase. And my God, dude, it's just it was just one trope after another and it, i don't know it just felt like uh I don't, I don't know what it was it just felt like it was seriously a a, a step in the wrong direction it, and uh it really gave me the cw vibes it felt of, like and i said it you know i know superhero movies aren't like you know fine films in cinema right but uh i feel like they've come a long way yeah and this felt yeah. like a big step, like you said, in the wrong direction, like a regression back to like the beginning when it was like, oh, like, don't worry about like everything else. Just be happy that you got your little fucking superheroes in the movie. Yeah. Because like the plot was bad. 
the fucking character the writing was bad the special effects were bad the you know it's just it was just a mess man yeah. it just unfortunately mm-hmm. a mess it really was um fuck that sucked <laughs> yeah it was one of those where like it finished and i was like oh my god like that was horrible and so look i don't know i haven't seen much uh else at, like a lot of any I haven't seen Gal Gadot and uh-huh. a lot of other movies. Uh-huh. I've only seen her in Wonder Woman, and I'm gonna tell you that I remember in Wonder Woman thinking like maybe she's not the strongest actress. Yeah, but she's very charming. Yes. and very like uh, likable in the movie. She's just kind of like hey, like she just seems like a symbol of hope and goodness, right? Yeah, and I think that's what people liked about it. It's like oh, she's just like you know a ray of fucking hope, and you like she couldn't coast on that one in this Dude, one and no. there were some moments where i was like the acting was a little uh, yeah a yeah little yeah it really was i, I told you at, at some point you know sam looks at me and she's like is it wonder woman yeah <laughs> like, is it is it her acting it was just when because at the end steve has to go right because obviously yeah. she's like i gotta renounce my wish yeah which and they she renounces her wish. Steve disappears. The dude gets to take his body back. <laughs> Fucking never see him again. Yeah. Oh, you do see him again at oh, the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, um, do. you do. But it. But even then, I was like, why the fuck was Steve here? Yeah. Like, why you was brought Steve him back there? just for that? But like we didn't like him that much. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? So I don't know. Yeah, dude. It was. Uh, it was definitely that. It was definitely a step in the wrong direction. Uh, I really hope uh, uh, Zack Snyder can make a Snyder cut or some shit. Fuck no. <laughs> So I'll tell you, look, you were asking like why the movie went wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what went wrong and why this happened. It all happened when Gal Gadot made the one fatal mistake. Yeah. And this was, uh, I don't know if you remember when when uh, the quarantine first started. Uh-huh. Oh, she Gal Gadot did that. Did that <laughs> did like, she oh, got all her celebrity God. buddies That's right. and did a cover of Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> and like. I was listening to some other podcast and they were talking about it and you know they were fucking bashing it too. Yeah. But they were saying that like remember when we were like 10 days into fucking coronavirus and they were already like getting all the celebrities to do like imagine <laughs> I'm just like god that was really early yeah. like <laughs> We really were like fucking. That seems fucking years ago. Yeah, and like you think like we were ten days in already, uh, like fucking needing celebrities to sing yeah. songs and shit. <laughs> Please, we're still in this shit. They fucking long gone. I feel like celebrities. God. Celebrities are on that like. Oh no! Please take care of yourself. And yeah. then like first ones to post fucking pictures of New Year's parties and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, that that shit is. Uh, Why did you have to remind me of that fucking fiasco? <laughs> 2020 was a was a year 2020 was a fucking year man that uh but yeah the wonder woman 1984 would not recommend mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not good cinema to me yeah uh, watch the lighthouse, <laughs> the lighthouse. <laughs> you know what i will say i'm not trying to call anybody out but didn't it feel like we were the only ones banging the drum for fucking wonder woman before fuck yeah and didn't it feel like the other day when it got brought up in our friends group that there was a lot of like I was hyped because I liked the first one. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. I never heard no fucking like <laughs> praise of this movie until yeah, before never, now. Never. I don't know if you felt that way that day, but. No, I definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. No, we were definitely the only ones saying that it was good. Yeah, yeah. And it is. Like, Wonder Woman 1, that shit is fantastic. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, man, I don't know. 
watch the rerun of the storm on Capitol Hill. Something that's what I was <laughs> a lot more exciting. Um, Apparently, the the Congress people are uh, are back together trying to count these votes. Yeah, yeah, they should as as they should. Don't let that shit uh, intimidate them, scare them. If anything, if anything, I feel like they're gonna be more convinced to just like vote this shit in. Hell like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, this shit's getting out of hand. Let's yeah. just vote this in. Hell yeah! At least I would be and be like, man, I got you know. 1984. The Wonder Woman's out. Like yeah. I haven't seen that shit yet. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. That was our uh, that was our review of 1980 uh, Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. the sequel to the much better first Wonder Woman film. Highly recommend that one. But uh, unfortunately, part two just it was it wasn't up to par. It wasn't up to par. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely trash. You know, a lot of people were completely trashing uh, Patty Jenkins and everything, who also directed the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but apparently she had some uh, influence on uh, writing for this one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it. Was, I'm not saying it's it's because of her writing. But whatever y'all did, like the formula for part one, follow that. Like, mm-hmm. like just you know, just tweak that, just maybe a little bit. Yeah, it feels like too. I feel like some people are gonna be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. To me, it feels like uh, I think it was pretty bad. Enough of a flop that like more than one person was involved with like what went wrong. Yeah, yeah. Want a good movie to watch? Watch Soul. Oh, I haven't great. seen it yet. Watch Soul. That one's free on uh, uh, what is it? Disney Plus. Yeah. And uh, the new Pixar movie. That's mm-hmm. a fantastic fucking movie. My God, that shit. That really made me feel um, really warm inside for twenty twenty one. And then today happened at the Capitol. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Here it is. But uh, yeah, watch Soul on uh, D- uh, Disney+. Plus. I, I, I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. You haven't, seen, you haven't seen that one? No, not yet. Do you know what it's about? Kind of. Kind of going. I would say going into it. Like, go into it blind. All right. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, you don't need to watch the trailer for that movie. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, with that, being, uh, with that being said... Let's kick off our lists for yeah. the top five. The, the, this is our top five songs of 2020, as mm-hmm. told by our uh, Spotify accounts. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you go ahead and, uh, or you know what? I'll kick it off. All right. I'll kick it off because I feel like my top five are completely all over the fucking place. And uh, mine are a little bit. I, I feel like I'm, tr- I'm going to try to like, yeah, I'm going to try to go through my, like there's one. That I'm kind of like, oh man, we'll see. Whatever, don't worry about it. Go with yours. God damn it. <laughs> um, okay, so as you know, every year, uh, Spotify. If you have a Spotify account, Spotify will look into its metrics of your account and kind of give you like this whole rundown. It's, it's really neat, actually. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this whole rundown of like, oh, here are the artists you listen to the most. Here are the songs. You know, this is the genre you were feeling, and it's it's really cool. And uh, and I. Uh, it's something honestly I look forward to every year. I think yeah. it's like just kind of badass how uh, you know they're able to do all that, and uh, they create like this little story video for you. It's really cool. Um, but then what you can also do is save that playlist uh, of like your top songs from 2020. So this is what uh, Spotify deemed as my top five, or it's actually a, a, sh- a, a huge ass list. But I'm gonna just we're just gonna go for the top five. Um, my number five most played song of the year, and I get this, but this is a song that I found through uh, their recommendation mm-hmm. actually app or their recommendation page or the playlist that they that they send you. Um, and to be honest, I don't know shit about this artist. 
Uh, the only person that I recognize, the only name that I recognize is uh, Wale. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a song that's called Just Get Here by Xavier Omar, Sango, Wale, and Van Jess. Mm. I don't know who, like I said, <laughs> the, only person I know, the only person I know is Wale. Uh, it's not his song, but he's featured on it, and uh, it's 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 a great little it's a great little beat. I'm gonna play a couple of uh, seconds for you guys here. God damn it! All right, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Again, this song is just called uh, "Just Get Here." Very R and B vibes, mm. and um, I don't know. I was I was really, really feeling it. I really like the beat. Really like the, the flow. She said, babe, are you busy? Oh, yeah. Listen, you're like, Sam, <laughs> can you come over and visit my house? And then <laughs> then I can trap your ass here. Yeah. <laughs> Under the guise of a quarantine. <laughs> Fucking. Hold on. What's that? Yeah. Oh, you, you didn't know I busted your whole conspiracy, huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm a really big fan of. Uh, well, hold on. Sorry, my, I'm my kicking my sorry. mic. <laughs> I'm kicking this shit off. Um, I'm a huge fan of another sort of uh, very heavy R&B artist, uh, Blood Orange, mm-hmm. and I think this might have been, you know, this recommendation might have come off of like that sort of sound. Cause that's what it kind of gives me the vibes of and it's just a really easy listening song i really fucking like it i really like the beat uh the singing is really good uh here i can fast forward to here a little bit because i think there's it kind of switches it up here mm-hmm. at the end there's wale at that point and yeah i just i don't know i, I was really feeling this song when i first came out I, I was really listening to this like in the summer mm-hmm. i think a lot and uh it's really cool to just i don't know put on clean your room clean the fucking house like really good song to you know just to kind of hang out chill to so i think you've heard i mean i've played this like probably and we've played like disc golf or some shit mm-hmm. before so, so it's a real disc golf gym yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is my number fifth uh, my number five most played song just get here by xavier omar so if you're feeling it uh give it a listen hmm Damn, a little professional fade out, huh? You know what it is. You know what it is. But uh, yeah, that was my number five. I'm gonna kick it off here to uh, Frankie. All right, here you go. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Oh fuck! Close your phone the second it got to me. How you you open this shit back up? Uh, Let me see. Oh, but listen to little Luis Miguel jam. Uh, here we go. All right, so my number five. So I, I kind of like am trying to remember, you know, what we were up to when we were listening to these songs and things like that. It's been yeah, a long ass yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so my number five song. It was a long year and there was definitely some highs and lows. And this song came around the time of, uh, you know, we had the quarantine. We had like the Black Lives Matter stuff pop off. Uh, that was like that was heavy, right? Yep. And so when that was going on, there was a lot of anger, frustrations with like the way the system is, and you know, I needed a laid back song I'm to kind of like get me through the hard times. Mm-hmm. So this uh, group comes out with this like uh, album 
of songs that we can all listen to to kind of like soothe ourselves. Uh-huh. And it goes like this. Is the volume up on the phone? This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack at it. Mr. Black Magic Crack a bitch back. Kyle Crack a craft magic big daddy smoking big Cali in a black alley in a black granddaddy rolling down old natty house. So, uh, and I can control the volume here if yeah, I want to fade it up and down. Yeah. So obviously i was joking about the soothing stuff so run the jewels all right yeah one of my favorite groups one of pedro's favorite groups uh these dudes have been making like angry ass music <laughs> that's like spitting in the face of like the system yeah for a few years and they came out with this album and they've always been talking about you know like police brutality yeah. like government Injust- corruption injustices that's yeah. what they've always been about yeah but the album came out like right when you know when the fucking cops murdered George Floyd. It, yeah, it was one of the most unjust years. Yeah, of, like our lives, and or at least it was like in our faces more yeah. than like it's ever been. Right, yeah. the whole world saw that shit. Yeah, so people were pissed, and I feel like the album came out, and it just fucking like fit like where yeah. we were. Like yeah. the fucking anger, everything felt like it was right there. It really, it really does encompass that like just fucking and visceral just sort of like all right this is this is it now mm-hmm. and you know unfortunately it was such it's it's not like it's it's gotten hasn't improved a lot but you know just during that time that's just a that's now such an ingrained piece in like in like american history that 2020 is not only the year of like quarantine and covid 2020 is like the year of just so much shit coming to a head in america mm-hmm. and it just it just fit that like run the jewels would release another album in 2020 you know and what's crazy is some of the songs feel like they were written for the moment yeah but i feel like i guess it speaks on that like you know they wrote these songs over like a few years hell yeah it just tells you like you know this shit's been here yeah we're just like now that you're like oh you know seeing it but uh, uh, yeah that was my uh, that uh, art that art imitates life man it really does some boy killer mike the count they really likes that line so i don't know if y'all know much about uh listen to the whole fucking song already. <laughs> uh, if you know killer mike big he's like a big guy right yeah yeah maybe like 300 pounds mm-hmm. bigger guy and so the line there what does he say he's like uh it says like husky chubby thighs rubbing fucking up my levi's and i feel like keontae loves that shit i don't know <laughs> she talks about like how you know sometimes your legs like fucking rub against each other and they fuck yeah. up your jeans yeah i've had that before you it's know just the fucking like uh when i was a kid i don't know i'm the only one you ever get that shit where you're running around as a kid and your fucking thighs are all like eating up your shorts yeah <laughs> Your yeah. fucking thighs are on fire because yes. they've been like brushing up against each other. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, I did. I used to I, be I, on I that to... waddling around because I couldn't fucking take the pain anymore. Oh, dude. I, I remember when, I don't know when that stopped, but I was so yeah, I happy. I don't get it that much anymore. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't get Maybe because I don't play around like that. True, <laughs> like, true. When I was a kid, I'd be running around sweating and shit. Yeah, fucking drinking Coke. Yeah. Probably what it was, all the fucking Coke. Man, when I used to work out by the fucking pool, that was when it was because I'd be sweaty dude. walking around. I'd have to like, before I go to work, you know, I don't mean to like get off the talk of it, topic of the music, but like before I would go to work, I would like have like a little jar of Vaseline. Yep. And I would just take a little handful and fucking put it between my thighs so <laughs> yeah. they could like have some lubricant throughout Dude, the day. Yes, I did this the exact same thing, but it wasn't that. It was like, I don't know, it was some over the counter like, oh, this is like a baby butt 
lotion or some yeah. shit, you know, for like diaper rash. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to use that. Yeah. And I was like 12 just applying this little ointment between my fucking like thighs. <laughs> little fat ass thighs. Yeah. <laughs> fucking worrying that Kevin Bacon was going to undress me fucking <laughs> naked. But oh, this uh, little boy's thighs so fucking greasy. <laughs> what? Jesus. Red ass thighs. Yeah, you're like, oh my God. I can see Kevin Bacon. He's so <laughs> slathered in fucking grease. We found him. <laughs> we got him. Yeah. Um, no, that was a solid number five. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's one that's uh that's one album I wish I listened to a little bit more to yeah, be honest. If you go back and listen to it, man, there's yeah, a, I think I really shit on there. I think I really have to. Um so my number four, I was pretty uh I was pretty surprised by this one, to be honest with you. My number four, uh I think I think this is just a song that could be in every single one of my top, you know, top music of twenty twenty list or top music of the year lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, I mean, it's, it's a classic, it, you know, it's a classic and it's definitely, it means a lot to me. Um, and I could get wholesome here for a bit, but, uh, my number four song, most played song of, of 2020 is, uh, definitely the wind cries Mary by Jimi oh. Hendrix. I listened to, uh, like, it didn't really hit me. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's, I can let this So, I think for this, I think this song to me, uh, it always represents like a, a nice, uh, like a calm after the storm. You mm-hmm. know, it's very much almost what the song is kind of like referencing. Mm-hmm. But it's also something that I've listened to. I mean, ever since I was literally like four or five years old. Uh, my dad introduced me a lot to music, mm-hmm. and he introduced me to a whole variety of it, you know, whether it be old school hip hop, classic rock, sort of like this, um, a lot of early rock. So, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, you know, all you know, the, all the all the hits, all the yeah, all yeah. the bands. And uh, so every year, I feel like anytime I'm I'm kind of needing that that uh, that real, I guess almost nostalgic but like very co- sort of wholesome kind of like calm after the storm relaxing song mm-hmm. when cries mary man that's, that's it. It, it that's it that's that's all i ever need and uh, i remember one of one of the coolest uh memories that i have of 2020 um well, well one of my favorites I, I would say is uh it was actually the day of the election mm-hmm. or it was the day that they announced that biden had won mm-hmm. and when I heard the news and when I read it, like I was outside in the backyard and I was like, uh, I was playing, I was practicing putting and this song was playing. Mm-hmm. I was reading that like Biden had won and I was like, hey, hopefully we're going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, how wrong oh, was that? That fake laugh turned real yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was, man. I, I'll never forget that day because because mm-hmm. not only like I don't know, it just fit because I was outside. It was a beautiful day that day. Um, I remember the the wind was blowing. The wind really was crying. <laughs> no, the, the wind was blowing, so it had like all the fucking leaves and they were kind of going everywhere. I was like, man, this is fucking like this is nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And um, but yeah, it's uh, this is always going to be a song that I'm, I'm always going to listen to, mm. and I love it. If you if 
for those of you that, that you know don't dabble too much in uh, in uh, classic rock or you know the the older stuff, Jimi Hendrix, man, you, you, you can't go wrong listening to Jimi at all. So it's true. Just, it's, a good, uh, it's a good song. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm pretty proud of that one. Pass it over to Frankie. All right. So, at number four, let me look for it real quick. Uh, you only got five percent less than the fucking phone. First. Yeah, no, I'm looking for the charger. <laughs> 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 fucking perfect. Yeah, dope. Uh, so, at number four is this artist, and I don't know much about him, but I feel it always feels like I'm on the verge of being like, uh, like this is my fucking like new favorite shit, right? Like, yeah. Uh, the guy goes. I think it's, I don't know what his name is, but King Cruel is what he kind of goes by. I don't know if it's like a group or what. I don't know enough about him. Okay. But this song, I remember when I got into it was um, kind of like when, when quarantine was like maybe around April, March, April, something like that. So it was the early days of quarantine. Yeah. That was like that was like quarantine was just kind of popping off. Yeah, this must have been like March, April, May, but like we were we had been home for a few months, you know. It wasn't like I, I yeah, we had been home I think beginning of March, for, honestly. Yeah. So this must have been like April. And I was just settling into like another month of working from home. I was having a hard time just cuz like I I just it was hard for me. Like yeah, I was just yeah. it was a lot of like wake up, work from home fucking like go from the bed to the couch from the couch to the bed like <laughs> the, the, the by animal, myself again the animal crossing days huh? yeah, yeah and so this song is called stoned again but it's just the vibe of it what kind of really feels to me like the way i was feeling just kind of this weird i don't know man i just had like no motivation i felt very like in an endless cycle kind of yeah yeah i remember i remember that time yeah. actually and uh what was it I remember playing this once like <laughs> i should have never played it here but we i came over to eat and it was me you and sam and like we were about to eat and you're like hey put a song on and like, <laughs> i put this song and i feel like we started eating and i was immediately like i'm fucking change this shit but this is how it goes Never heard this before. You were rolling your eyes that day. Fra- Frankie always keeping like fucking the hits for me. I swear. It's just I like the screaming thing. Yeah. His fucking voice. This shit right here. Come on. I think this is it. Right Sounds grimy as fuck. This shit. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah. I would like listen to this a lot, like loud in the speakers, just because it had that vibe of like, man, man, I'm just here every day. Yeah. Like I'm like unmotivated. It was like an endless cycle. I, yeah. I remember. I remember actually. Uh, I think I was. I was. We were playing a game, or we were doing something. Uh, but I remember. Like, I'll never forget like the sound of like your voice because I was. Uh, for those of you that don't know, like I can, I can stay home. Any yeah. fuck, I, I can stay home years on end and i'll be just fine that's just the way i don't know i am i love to go out and i love to you know hang out with friends and all that but if i could if i had to stay home like oh well so 
quarantine was definitely you know stuff you know it was hard for me to get kind of get used to but at the same time it wasn't just because okay i was like there you know and i've worked from home before so it wasn't a big thing and i remember like talking to you and i was like man how are you feeling this uh I don't know about you, but I'm feeling this like working from home. Like I'm enjoying the hell out of myself. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> never forget, you're like, oh man, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, like the, those are like ex- your exact words. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you, man. You're like, oh dude, I fucking hate. I fucking hate this. <laughs> it's just like so. Um, well, I guess I which is understand. I mean, like you weren't the I only person that felt that. I mean, I'm keep talking before you play your song, but uh, yeah, yeah man, it was just kind of like I'd never, I've I've always been kind of like kind of so you know everybody likes to have their social time, right? And like going to work for me, like yeah, I go to work and I do my thing, but I don't know, I feel like at work I talk to my coworkers a lot, and I'm just like talking shit for a little bit. There's like a group of guys there that I I talk to a lot. We talk about video games and movies and shit. I have other coworkers that I talk to. Um, so whenever we were just like at home and it was like, okay, I work from home and like, even that I was like really distracted and not doing my best work. So it was like, I was, that was everybody. Too. Yeah. I was like kind of unhappy with the work I was doing. I wasn't getting a lot of like social interaction. Like it was just kind of like, damn, I don't know how much longer I could just be in this fucking house. Cause when you're in house, like I have nothing else but to just like sink in and like think about shit and yeah yeah i was what was really hitting me fucking heavy was that like we were about to turn turn 30 that's all i could think about was just like yeah i'm getting old like my yeah. fucking youth is behind me yep. this and that and it just was too heavy man there was times and there's gonna be another song where i talk about this shit again but uh yeah but anyways that artist yeah man he's kind of like, he's, he's got some good stuff i like his voice what'd you say what'd you say the name was king cruel king cruel um i guess it's weird because he's like this fucking red-headed white kind of i don't know if he's scrawny but he seemed kind of scrawny a couple times i saw him <laughs> but he has this fucking voice that's like so kind of deep and that's what i'm whatever. saying like, it was very grimy yeah, sort of like sound I, that I, really british ass accent yeah yeah that too mm-hmm. uh yeah that's it i really like the way that sound that sounded fucking cool yeah definitely the complete opposite of what i was feeling on that <laughs> you were having a time before you left um yeah that's that's definitely cool that was uh king cruel with uh stoned again yeah right so that was your that was your number four. Mm-hmm. Now kicking it off with uh, my number three, my third most played song of the year. This is no surprise to me, folks. I think I've even played it on the on the podcast before. Frankie knows what it is. Ow. Frankie knows the. <laughs> you got your finger oh, yeah. stuck. No, I fucking hit myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, with with no introduction, I'm gonna say it anyways. Uh, this is uh, uh, "Is It True" by Tame Impala. Now, now this, this little, this little ditty, mm-hmm. I could not get enough of this shit. This was from the one that came out this year. Yeah, right? this is, yeah, this is from the newest album that uh, that he came out with, and uh, it was just as as soon as I heard this, I I couldn't stop. Uh, was the the slow rush mm-hmm. was the album, I, and I feel like you know you, you're. I'll, I'll let it play for a little bit. That shit is so funky and so mm-hmm. fun to listen to, um, and I think that you're you know you're you're way more versed with Tame, Tame Apollo than I am. You've you've listened you listened to him a lot longer than me, but uh, with this album, it just felt like uh, 
it was a lot more it was just that it was a lot more sort of like a lot of a lot more bumpy like a mm-hmm. lot more rhythm yeah and a, a lot more funk kind of put into this uh, into this work and uh, i was there for it man mm-hmm. every fucking step of the way this isn't the only song that i love on the album oh, there I, love was some good songs I love a shit ton of, off of this album i thought it was great um and you know tame apologist re- remains in one of my top like artist category for that me. was this year huh that was this uh, year feel it feels like it feels like, a, it feels or it was like last so year, long I guess, but yeah 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 it, it, it feels like so long ago right mm-hmm. and um yeah man i just i, I love this uh, i love this album uh, i love the artist and uh, th- this song i mean i played the shit out of it and i think uh, i think this song was also released as like a single before it came out or was that the other one um, i forgot I think it would have been a different one. Borderline, I think, might have yeah, been Borderline first, was yeah. a single or yeah, it was a reason ahead. Yeah, so Borderline was dope as well. But uh, the whole album, man, I'm, I'm just loving it. And uh, Tame Impala, just it's a fun uh, fun like, artist. Yeah, every time I think of Tame Impala, I always like, will be like, shout out to Christina Garlish back in the day when uh, way back, fucking, it was like 2010, we were still in college. Uh-huh. Uh, she, for some reason, like was talking to me and Cashwood and was like, y'all heard of this band, Tame Impala? I think y'all would like him or, or like them. And uh, she either like burned me a CD or just like gave it like whatever. No shit. And it was their first, the first album. Uh-huh. And I remember listening to it and it was kind of like the psychedelic rock thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very like much more kind of like rock focused, I guess. And a lot more psychedelic. Like, yeah. A, lo- yeah. a lot more. It was, it was more rock oriented. Yeah. And it's really cool, I guess, to see like a like a band, and it happens to a lot of bands, but to see them when they're kind of like this, like oh, it's like this guy that does these like psychedelic songs, and he puts them all together, yeah. And with each album, kind of like grow to the point that's like, oh, Tame Impala is like like one of the biggest acts like in the world now, yeah. And it's just like, man, I put in the work, and yeah, like, he fucking Dude, yeah. We he's he's a mainstream artist now. Yeah. Like I go, uh, I've. Uh, you know, we we visited Sam's family, and she has a younger sister. Shout out to Danny. Don't know if she listens, but uh, she has a fucking Tame Impala poster oh, in in her room. You know, and she yeah. also has a Tyler poster. So yeah, it's fucking dope. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, he's definitely grown in popularity, and a lot of uh, you know, he's definitely grown in sort of the mainstream audience. So I'm, I'm happy for him, man. He mm-hmm. he deserves it, and uh, it's a great uh, it's a great track, and it's uh, an even better album. So if you haven't listened to it, uh, Tame Impala. Uh, the slow rush and this is uh is it true so that's my third most played song in in 2020 all right i can love it and that's uh that's my number three here you go all right got the charger in for you perfect all right so my number three can't get enough of that light up charger man that's weird yeah i bought my sister one. <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> yeah uh so my number three let me look this shit up real quick is an artist who has been around for a long time. I've never been really familiar with their work. This is a Fiona Apple. And look, Fiona. I'm I'm no like fucking deep digging, like uh finding artists on like SoundCloud <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> so sometimes I'm on Pitchfork, right? Yeah, and so they yeah. gave this album a 10 out of 10. Pitchfork never does that shit. No shit. I very okay. rarely does that shit. Wow. And but um (laughs) so uh they very rarely do it and fiona apple is already kind of maybe like something that like the kind of music that i've never like been that into Uh um to be honest like i didn't even know what kind of music she did i figured it was like a singer songwriter kind of 
her own thing on piano and stuff, which yeah. is kind of true. Um, and so this album comes out, it gets 10, and I'm like, well, fuck, I got to listen to this shit. And the album's good. You know, am I going to give it a 10 of 10? I don't know. It's good. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of the album has to do with kind of like, uh, from what I've read, it's like her experiences with like, you know, she's been in the music industry for a long time mm-hmm. and she's finally kind of like, I'm saying everything I've always wanted to say and like the shit I've gone through ah, okay, and okay. like what it's like. And also talks a lot about her like relationships with like other women and like the sense that, you know, well, you know, that it's kind of like, oh, women have to like compete a lot instead of being more like supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of finding it hard to relate with other women. And so there's this song on here called Ladies that I fucking, the first time I heard it, like I was like, I fucking love this song. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things where it's like you listen to it and it's like talking about stuff that it's like, all right, her thing with like other women. I'm just listening to it. And to me, it just felt very hopeful at the time. Like I said, it was a crazy year. Yeah. It just felt nice to hear like a song that was kind of like, I don't know, more like supportive and hopeful than fucking depressing like anything else I'd listen to that year. Of course. Of course. But uh, yeah, just kick it off a little bit. It's kind of a slow song. Ladies, ladies, ladies. It's Fiona Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, 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 ladies. For those of you that don't know, this seems like a classic Frankie hit. (laughs) Seems like a classic Frankie jam. Ladies, ladies, ladies. That's fucking nice. I'm gonna let it build a little bit. That's nice. But got a lot of cool sounds on the album too. Nations on the luminous effect and the parallax view and the figure and the foam and the revolving door that keeps turning out more and more good women like you. Yet another woman to whom I won't get through. But that's like uh, like for those of you that don't know or haven't already figured it out. Most of my music tastes, I get it from fucking Frankie and also uh, to a huge well, degree, Crack Cash. Maybe, but even I feel like I feel like for a, a, a lot of uh, through a lot of college, especially mm. like y'all too influence a lot of like what I listen to, and um, yeah, I, I feel like because for, for whatever reason y'all y'all find this this shit right here, man. This shit fucking. I'll turn it down when I'm done with this part. <laughs> Kitchen cupboards in the back of his bathroom cabinets, and oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, there's a dress in the closet. Don't get rid of it. You look good in it. I didn't fit in it. It was never mine. It belonged to the ex-wife of another ex of mine. She left it behind with a note. One line it said, "I don't know if I'm coming across, but I'm really trying." She was very. Yeah, that uh, shit. Yeah, anyway, so that's like, great. yeah, it was just kind of like very easy listening yeah. when like I needed it, you know? Um, anyway, what you were saying about that, it's weird because I feel like, yes, but at the same time, I feel like you are into like a different branch of music than like I usually get into. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. And that's where I feel like sometimes you say like everything I get is from like, well, I don't know. You find a lot of your own stuff that's like pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> find a lot of your own stupid shit. No, I'm just saying like you got like a different like taste. That's yeah. why I'm like, all right, that I can respect that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's pre- that's that's pretty good. I I thought I always I don't know. She's she's been doing music for Fiona a while. Fiona Apple's right? been around for a long time. Yeah, okay. I, like I'm pretty sure. So I I get 
I get her just, and I don't get them mixed up because of this, their sound. Mm-hmm. I get them mixed up because of their name. Mm-hmm. So I've heard, I've heard the name before, but I also get it mixed up with uh, what is it, Regina Specter? Oh, Regina Specter. I mean, sounds kind of <laughs> not similar, but say, yeah, it's got that vibe of like you know piano, yeah. kind of driven music with kind of drums thrown in. A nice uh, lady vocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lady folk, <laughs> there lady folk music. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know what it was. I was just like, "This is dope." And I feel like the one day I listened to it, I got up and I was like, "I'm gonna like clean up the house." And I happened to, like hear about it, and I was like, "Let me throw this on." And I did that shit where you like put a song, but you set it to like repeat itself when yep, it's over, yep. and it just fucking kept playing over and over. And over yeah, again. This, yeah, this sounds like a, like a good little cleaning montage yeah, song yeah, yeah. to have. Um, throw us back to. Yeah, that's badass, man. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can respect that choice. Fiona Apple with Ladies. Mm-hmm. Frankie's third most played song of 2020. All right, let's, let's uh, kick it off. All right, so this is my this is my second most played song of the year. Uh, this one, I'm not sure if if, uh, if uh, you know what it is, um, but it's by uh, Alan Silvestri. Hmm. And uh, it's a nice little artist that I found, and uh, I don't know some of his hits. I was a pretty big fan of this one in particular. I just uh, I had this one uh, like you. I had it on repeat, and I was just fucking nonstop listening to this shit for a while. And uh, if 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 it felt really cool to listen to, uh, it's a very cool sounding song. I will say mm-hmm. it's very. Uh, it's a very cool sounding song. If I can, if I can give it uh, any sort of adjective or anything like that, <laughs> it's so, cool. Yeah, and like, <laughs> oh, this is dope. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, Alan Silvestri with the Avengers soundtrack, <laughs> with the Avengers theme. Ladies and gentlemen, I went through, sh- I went through hell. <laughs> no, no, I, I went, I went through hell and back. But uh, uh, Sam and I mm. during quarantine. We watched the entire Marvel catalog. We started in chronological order, and we watched every single movie in the MCU, and it culminated in, of course, Infinity War. And during that week, or during that, I think it it took us, like, probably three weeks to finish it. I don't remember this real drum-ass version. Hell yeah. Uh It took us, like, three weeks to finish it. Um... I was fucking, I was Avenger, I was Are all you, about it. Oh, you were all about it? I was it. all about it. You weren't Avengered out? No, hell no. <laughs> I'll, still, I'll go through that shit again. Uh, yeah. But uh, that was also during the time where there was like this, uh, In the, it, this was like midpoint quarantine maybe. This was like around May, maybe June. And I was really going into like, uh, I was really, really into the gym at that point because mm-hmm. I had still been going and I was like still there. I was hitting it every day. And I was working from home, so it was like really easy, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I just I was we we're watching in the middle of the MCU. I go to the gym and I put this bitch on repeat and I would listen to this fucking song for uh-huh. like 30 minutes straight working out. And that was the most like invigorating and <laughs> invigorating <laughs> fucking theme I had ever like listened to while working out. Uh-huh. And you will get pumped like listening to this shit when you work out. So, feel like you were Captain America? Hell yeah. Lifting I was like weights. I was like, "Oh, hell yeah." But uh, it was it was dope, man. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, that's why this is here because I mm-hmm. went to the when I did go to the gym. Mm-hmm. This was on repeat. Donna, mm-hmm. Donna. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that, but like, just imagine me like you know fucking 
Imagine this playing, and I'm just like wiping the fucking like bench down <laughs> <laughs> with like a Purell, wipe. yeah, <laughs> folding it nicely, but in the recycling mm-hmm. bin. <laughs> I'm lifting like twelve. Not really working out. Yeah, like twelve pound dumbbells. Yeah, like just going at it. You know what? You know what it is. So yeah, Avengers theme, man. It's a good ass theme. Yeah, it all went to shit after Iron Man died. No. I gotta say, yeah. it all went to fucking shit. Yeah, that's my number two most played song of 2020. Was the Avengers theme. The end game. The end game come out last year. No, that was the year before. That was right? the year before. Yeah, it's been so long. 20, 2019. Hey, uh, last good year. Hell yeah! All right, so when quarantine is kicking off mm-hmm. once again, everything's quarantine related these days. Um, I feel like a lot of people took the time to like, oh, I'm like growing, I'm changing, I'm learning new things, I'm uh, trying new things. It's it was it was weird. It's like you were home, but it yeah. was also a time for like growth. Yeah. Um yeah. fuck that. I feel like I was in search <laughs> of like nothing but comfort. <laughs> and sometimes like you think like, oh, I've changed, like I'm a different person. I'm like into different things. I'll always remember the shit I was into, but like I've moved on. Yeah. Nah. No. You know what it is. I'm not even gonna fucking say the name of the song. You know what it is. Yeah. I have a pretty good guess. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't know that it was going to be my second most played song of the year. Somehow it snuck up. That's fucking cool. It's been a few years, but when I needed it, there it was. Yeah. We know every one of you know this song. <laughs> But just for those that don't, this is a Sublime, yeah, sublime. with with the uh, Santeria. And if you didn't know, and now you know a little, yeah. little jam here. <laughs> now you know. Uh, you know, the thing when you get your like top played songs is um, you want to see like this weird diversity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. what I want to see. I want to exactly. see like, damn, Frankie, you're so eclectic and yeah. like into new shit, but. My top five artists were like the same as always. Yeah. My top five artists are always the same, but the songs usually are different. And yeah. they, you know, for the most part, they were the songs that came out this year. Santa Rio was right there. I don't know when it was that I listened to the song. I'm like, you know, obviously it's one of my favorite songs of yeah, all time, yeah. but like, it just feels like I hadn't been listening to that stuff in a while, but I'm sure they hit a point where I was like, I need some like comfort food yeah. or like something that I've always known to be there. I fucking play the shit of this apparently. Dude, yeah. That, 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 that song. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because my, my nostalgia for this song or my, my, I guess, like, prime time for this was when I actually, like, really got into fucking Sublime. Oh, yeah, I remember you that. You remember that? Yeah. That was, like, 2013 yeah, like, you, when like, that happened. Somehow you got a hold of a, the CD? I got a hold of it because mm-hmm. I went to a, a garage sale and um, the lady sold me uh, this backpack that had a PS1 in it mm-hmm. and it had just, like, Gran Turismo or whatever. But she's like, yeah, you take the backpack, five bucks. I was like, shit, all right. So I took the backpack, get in the car, and I look into the front pocket, and it's uh, it's this CD, this album by mm-hmm. uh, by Sublime. And at the time, I was driving uh, my old car, which was an old beat-up fucking Expedition that had, like, a CD player in it. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have, like, any sort of uh, FM transmitter or anything or USB for my mm-hmm. phone. I remember so the I was, fucking FM transmitter. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, I, like, I got to listen to CDs. So I put this one in. 
And that fuck, that was it. History was made for me. I was like, who the fuck is it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I had heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I, I know who, uh, like, at that point, I had known who Sublime was. Never did I listen to any album of theirs or any other song, really, other than Sublime. And and that uh, that little old lady at the fucking garage sale. I have her to thank for that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe she put you on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. It's just. Can't go wrong with that one. One of my favorite bands when I was kind of in high school and college and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Good to see. That's a good one. That's a really good one to see. And the the, the again, whole album. Fucking, I love that. I I listened. I listened to that album. Oh my god, countless times at that point. Because like I said, I didn't have anything. You know, all I had was that one CD player, and um, it was actually a six CD changer, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And uh, one of the CDs was in there was stuck, and it was like this weird salsa like CD that my mom had put in there. Mm-hmm. So it was like I'm either listening to salsa or I'm listening to fucking Sublime, like whatever. <laughs> Also, I feel like speaking like college and stuff, I feel like it. when it comes to that, I want to say like shout out to Cashburn for like, you know, we lived together for several years. Um, I want to say that like, I don't think he hated Sublime, but you know, maybe it wasn't his favorite thing. So just at least shout out for like putting up with me playing that shit in the car for like maybe <laughs> countless hours that he's had to listen to Sublime. No shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows how much he like enjoyed it or not, but how much is that? Uh, we, we, we got to get him on the show again. <laughs> it's been too long. Bet you his top five would be like mad, like fucking cool and oh, on hell the cutting yeah. edge yeah. of. Uh, be like, what the <laughs> hell is music. this? Yep. Yep. Um, So uh, my number one hit. I don't mean to get all fucking sappy on this no, right, right now. This is where I feel, this is why I'm kind of like, okay, well, go right. ahead. I'm gonna get sappy with it, mm-hmm. but uh, it's oh God. I'm opening up here. I'm opening up to to the I'm the audience here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, through all the shit that I went to, that I, that I, through all the shit that 2020 brought mm-hmm. with it, um, and you know, for as many people as it affected, it affected everyone. Uh, it affected everyone in very horrible ways, and you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that you know suffered uh, any sort of loss in 2020. But there, the silver lining, I guess, for me throughout the whole year was that I managed to uh, f- I managed to find the person that I'm in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, it was very nice to kind of be. Uh, God, how do I say it? It was very nice to get into a relationship with somebody. And that shit is not hard. Mm-hmm. And it's the happiest I've ever been. And. That shit. I mean, it's it, it's really, really, just. Uh, I'm very humbled and I'm very thankful Is that I met that I met this person. Yeah. Finally, something like effortless, right? Yes, finally something that that's so fucking effortless, and <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to just deal with so much shit. Because mm-hmm. uh, man, I've 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 dealt with some shit in the past. Like, I mean, it, definitely when it comes to you know significant others and and relationships, de- I've dealt with. Um, probably the worst of them, right? Like, so, like at least up there as far as like shit that I, you can deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, it was a really nice, fresh, uh, breath of air meeting this, uh, meeting this person. And, uh, you know, we're still together and, you know, we live together now. So it was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, uh, my most played song is, uh, and I know you won't know this. I, I doubt you'll know this one. I doubt anyone will really, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's called doot doot. <laughs> 
<laughs> by Fior. Um, Nardwar joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know anything at all about this damn song other than the fact uh, that it was in uh, Vanilla Sky, mm-hmm. uh, a movie. Uh, a movie that Tom Cruise is in. Uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Cameron Diaz, Penelope, Penelope Cruise is in it as well. But in that movie, uh, and this it's just, it's just like a really synthy '80s song. Mm. Um, it's very there's a doo doo part. It's very easy listening, mm. and it's just very calming, and it's it's just very like oh man, that's a that's a very lovely song to kind of like listen to. But the reason I listen to it so much is because uh, Vanilla Sky is, uh, first off, is a damn good movie. And if you haven't seen it, you gotta definitely got to watch it. Uh, highly recommend it. But um, it's definitely a uh, mindfuck of a movie because in the film, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he basically falls in love with uh, Penelope Cruz's character. And throughout the movie things happen to where he's not sure what's real and what isn't mm-hmm. and his love for her is so much that he's he's hoping that the reality that he lives with her is what's real rather than the opposite mm-hmm. which uh which is really fucking bad it's it's really <laughs> it's it's really uh a uh it's really like a psychological thriller almost so mm-hmm. it's really cool because it's like a love story a psychological thriller and it's just kind of like one of those weird what the hell kind of movie? What did I just fucking watch? Kind of films, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song is uh, comes out in that movie whenever he's, you know, in a scene where he's thinking about her and this and that, and and a scene where he has to make a really huge decision. And uh, yeah, I mean, I love the song so much, and I love Sam so much that like I listen to this shit a lot, and I always thought of her when I listened to it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very, I don't know, very nice, wholesome sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's why. That's good. Yeah, that's why this is my most listened to song of 2020. I really hope we last because <laughs> that's a lot to kind of pour into this shit. Mm. But here we go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Doot Doot by Fjord. Definitely nothing that like I've ever played on this show before. But uh, yeah, it's up there. I love this song. All right. <laughs> uh, so before I get into my uh, thing here... Uh, just cause it made me look bad, but uh, oh Jesus, uh, uh, pause it. <laughs> oh, I need to pause it. <laughs> yeah, I paused it. What the <laughs> you want me to do? There we go. All right, let me look for it. Fucking next week. This is not the special podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just broke up. And shit. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> I say, uh, can't they? You're always there for me <laughs> throughout the quarantine. <laughs> I don't have a song uh, <laughs> uh, like that. So, but you know, you, you know, you know, you don't want. So. Don't, even, <laughs> don't even question <laughs> it. Don't even. Um, let me look for this shit. Yeah, not gonna lie, that was really, uh, really hard for me to kind of. Uh, all right, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Uh, made strides. Had, we're we're doing different. Opening up, they're, they're doing things different in twenty. You're growing. Yeah, growing. Um, okay, so here's a, a song by another fucking 
another shit Pitchfork put me on to. Oh, but shit. Uh, there's this band. They're called uh, Porridge Radio. And I, w- I guess I wasn't done. You know, earlier when I talked about King Cruel, when I was like, you know, this one I was like bored. <laughs> but like, I feel like they hit like an even darker point. I feel like it was a dark year. Yeah, Like there was. was definitely moments where I was just like, I can't believe like how much mental anguish I'm in right now. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I go to work all the time now. And I don't have to go to work, but I just, I have to, you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where I just, I couldn't fucking work from home anymore. Yeah. But there's this song, it's called Sweet. And, you know, I know your shit was like wholesome and upbeat, but like, this was like my fucking, I'm on fucking, I'm on pins and needles and shit. I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking live anymore. Uh, so, or I can't uh, live yeah. like that anymore. I could live. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this is how it goes. It's a little uh, loud and shit, but yeah, it's called Sweet. My mom says that I look like a nervous wreck because I bite my nails right I'm already fucking with this. <laughs> and sometimes I am just a child writing letters to myself, wishing out loud you were dead and then taking it back. Yeah, man, so... Yeah, that sounds fucking great. Yeah, the album came out and... I like the way she sings. Yeah. I like the fucking music. Yeah, so, like, I tend to, like, be, like, be more into, like, the harder, like, kind of sounding stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this really, like, scratched that itch oh, of, like, something yeah. that was loud, but also... I think, I actually think you you might have sent this to me before. Mm-hmm. I think Probably. I think yeah, because it sounds familiar, but, yeah, I, I that sounds badass. Yeah, so... I fucking listened to it a ton. There must have been like a stretch where it was like all I could listen to because it's my number one fucking played song uh-huh. of the year. Uh-huh. Um, and I listened to the album. There's some other good stuff. But uh, yeah, man, I just needed something loud and something kind of like that felt like what I was feeling. Yeah. There's a part coming up here, but um, yeah, man. But I feel like for the most part, I'm still like following the quarantine life. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm not in quarantine really, but I've been able to find a balance with work to kind of like balance like being so like locked up all the time with like I go to work. Yeah, I have to go to work. Then. Yeah. Uh, I think it's this little part right here. That's not it. <laughs> it's coming up. Anyways, it's like the slow build up. It kind of coincided with like me, you, and Robert starting to like try to play some music. Oh, that's and true. I yeah, feel yeah. Like that. I fucking love playing music, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've, this year, I yeah. haven't had as much fun playing music. Anyways, fucking, fucking anguish. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I haven't had uh, as much fun playing music as I have with like you and Robert. That, mm-hmm. that shit, that shit's great. And for me, uh, just learning the bass is fun too. So that's good. Yeah, man. And like, so yeah, like listening to this kind of stuff like that is just that's what kind of like got me like itching to like, kind of like fired up to yeah. Kind of start I was like, that. oh, yeah. I need like you know, I used to play a lot with like Cashman back in the day. Yeah. So it would be me and him. He used to play guitar. So when Robert came back from his trip we were talking about it hey man like why don't you come over yeah Leslie, no, Robert's 
Robert's raw on oh, guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert's yeah. Uh, very good. Robert's um, damn good at guitar. So he comes over and we play and we make Pedro play the bass and he seems to like it and yeah we have a good time yeah but like yeah I feel like those are those that I needed that shit some kind of outlet I guess was what I needed so that's badass yeah. that's badass I'm definitely gonna say uh, I'm gonna save that I like that appreciate it but yeah that's uh, that's our uh, top five most played mm-hmm. songs of uh, of 2020. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. You should, I'm kind of liking these episodes like this. Yeah, Don't yeah. Don't know how long they'll let us like <laughs> infringe on these copyright fucking situations, but. Fuck it. We're not monetized. I don't know what I'm saying. We haven't made a single cent off yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not monetized one bit. But uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, our uh, top five most played songs of 2020. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. This is fun. This is fun as hell. Yeah. Have a uh, good time. Um, but yeah, thank you guys uh, so much for joining. I think uh, is that it. We have, fuck yeah, that's it. You sure? <laughs> How long is this shit? <laughs> um, let's let's uh, let's kick off one last little beat here. Mm. And uh, this so- should this should be the number one play song of twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, this should be. <laughs> but as all uh, as always, folks, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. I uh, really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um. You know, hope everyone had a nice, safe holiday and a, and a happy new year. And uh, you know, here's uh, here's to twenty twenty one. Yeah, it can really only go up from here. <laughs> so let's let's hope that's the I case. I feel like every time it's like starting now, it can go up from yeah, here. Yeah, and then I'm sure next week it'll be like, okay, starting now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>